The Rick and Bubba Show is a federally protected trademark. We just thought you'd want to know. All rights reserved. This is The Rick and Bubba Show. The views and opinions expressed by the show are not necessarily those of the staff and management of this radio station, but they should be. Here we go. Six minutes past from the broadcast plaza in Teleport. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all here looking forward to speaking with all of you uh, as we roll through another hour. Interns having out today, Stretch Armstrong and Happy Gilmore as they bang out a degree in common sense. Common sense, more and more and more and more, becoming obviously a superpower. Welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, Bubs. Rick, glad to be here, and thank all of you for being part of this little thing we call the Rick and Bubba Experience. Bubba, we have uh, Scott, who has been so patient uh, and has been waiting uh, to tell us about an experience that he had. Scott, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you today? I'm doing all right. How about y'all, buddy? I'm, I'm good, brother. Bring it on. Tell us what happened. Awesome. Okay, well, last week I was in Birmingham, Alabama, mm-hmm. and I had this guy come up to me and my son he was handing out uh, flyers mm-hmm. uh that said that uh that the uh bible says that the earth is flat hello okay yeah and uh what ended up happening is is we end up having a about an hour conversation or so and i'm convinced man uh there's 200 verses in the bible that that uh uh that that proves basically that the earth is unmovable it's set on pillars uh um joshua commanded the sun to stand still there's a lot of things that doesn't work with uh scientism and what nasa has to tell us uh, and plus scott i gotta ask you another word here scott were you the guy trying to convince somebody or did yeah. you say somebody convinced you scott and i know yeah, i know me saying what i'm about to say <laughs> has no validity because i'll take words and chew them up and mess them up so many times and heck i host a radio show so um, but you right. did just say the word scientism and, um, um that, that's yeah, great. Yes. What, what is scientism? It's a pseudoscience. It's a, it's a science that you have to believe in that you can't, uh, prove like uh, you can't use the scientific method, uh, to prove it because it's not provable in the natural world. Scott, let me ask you this. I, let me hmm. ask you this. Let's just say the earth is flat. It's round. It's, it's triangle. Who cares? What difference does it make? Well, I would say this. NASA gets $54 million a day from taxpayers' money. For what? Uh, so, uh, to prove the Earth's for, right? I guess so-called, uh, I, I guess, you know, to make cartoons of the Earth from space, I guess, because they don't, they have, to, they have to no what real end game? picture of the Earth. Yeah. To what end game? Uh, well, it's to hide God. It's the real agenda. It's just to hide God and keep as many people from heaven as possible. Uh, because, you know, the world is controlled by the devil because when the devil told uh, Jesus uh, in the desert to bow to me and I'll give you all the kingdoms of the earth Jesus didn't say they're not yours to give all right, yeah, all Scott, right? We're, cha- right. we're chasing rabbits a little bit certainly I understand about the fallen creation and all this but but let's get back to the, right. the original does, Bubba's yeah. original point how does it affect you today Scott is it going to change the way you fly in an airplane is it going to change the way you drive your car it, it, is it going to change it your cell phone uh What's it going to matter? I, well, I wouldn't say it would change any of the uh, basic stuff, but what it definitely would do is uh, w- uh, bring you to truth, and that's what's hidden no, in nowadays no, Jesus. And that sets that, you free. 
No, that that Scott, really has nothing to Scott. do with it. I I can believe in Jesus on a round earth just like I can a flat one. It has nothing to do with anything. Yeah, two lines, Scott. That, and, and stay with me, okay? Please, because because this is important. Okay. Bubba tried. I'm gonna try. Right. I'm gonna try again. Thank you. I'm. I really need your answer on two points only. Okay, Bubba's just hit on one. First of all, I'm gonna go with NASA. Okay. NASA, right. do, do you think that we would spend we would send less money to NASA if they they figured out that the Earth was was flat and they started looking at the galaxy and they started looking at the moon's relationship to it and the sun's relationship to it and and all this? How does NASA get less money if they come back and say we took pictures we took pictures of the Earth and it's actually uh, a dome and it's not round? And then they say, so let's continue to. I think they might even get more. They would increase study. It. They would yeah. study well, a flat uh, Earth just like they would a round. Yeah, probably I don't, more. I don't probably see, increase. I don't see how well. a round Earth makes NASA uh, more legit. That well, doesn't make any sense down, to me. Guys, uh, well, I'll, I'll make I'll make that point to you. But here's one thing: uh, even though it's flat, it is round. It's just not a sphere. So that's yeah. We got it. We got it. We got it. I don't even care about shape anymore. We we know you think it's a platter. We got it. I've left shape. I couldn't care less about shape. I want to know how the the shape of the Earth, whatever shape that might be, makes NASA either more valuable or less valuable. I'm not following that logic. What it would do is, uh, well, they already know it is flat. They're not going to tell us because they don't. But why? To have the tangible Scott, you have to explain to get a theory to then become more than a theory. Everything has to fit. The, the NASA is benefiting by telling us the world is round. I need you to specifically how? tell me how. Okay. Uh, here's the deal. NASA in Hebrew means to deceive. The thing is, they don't want us to know the truth because why? they're getting funded. Tangent, by telling us tangent but Scott, why do they get more funding for the Earth being round versus a dome? They could study yeah, a flat Earth just as because, easy. Uh, because if it's a flat Earth, then there is no going anywhere. They want us to believe we can travel. We need to call it. You can launch. You can launch off a plate, Scott. You can launch off a plate. That's not what NASA means in Hebrew, by the way. By, and way, by the way, I looked it up. NASA's, it's, completely, it's completely false. NASA's an abbreviation but, too. It's not a word. It's not a word. So it's uh, a, I not. But, Scott. Scott, do you believe airplanes yeah. can fly? Of course, yes, sir. Scott, I do. Okay. You okay? Yeah. So. Again, what difference does it make if an airplane flies off of a platter or a sphere? Same thing, thing with planes that fly in the upper, upper atmosphere and actually leave most of our atmosphere called space. What difference would it make? Well, well this is the difference. Uh, if the Earth is flat and we are in a, a God's, uh, God's terrarium and there's no leaving the Earth, uh, then that means you can't travel the uh, you can't travel from planet to planet because it's not an actual uh, it's not what, what we how, think of it to be. So that's how they get their money by trying to say they want to advance and keep keep trying to travel and go to new places. <laughs> well, if there's no places to go, they don't make so. No money. So they the moon. No so the moon isn't really there. You don't think the moon's there? No, it's it's there. It's just you're not allowed to go there. Not allowed to. You know what wow. I mean? Yeah, because God made it that way. We're uh, we're not. Uh, here's the thing: we're, we're we got dominion over the earth and not over the heavens. That's for that's for God. Yeah, but but we, then we don't, we're but, not. But the scriptures say that He reveals His creation to us. He didn't give us domain. Scott, over, do, but you, he, do you know that there used right. to be people that thought that thought it was evil to fly in an airplane because you were leaving the earth? 
The sky well, is considered one of the heavens, by the way, if you want to stack them up in biblical terms, and I'm sure you're very familiar well, yeah. with that. All right, now that's true, but it, I'm gonna I'm gonna go give ahead, you an sorry. F on point one. <laughs> you get an, you get a failing grade <laughs> on convincing me okay. why NASA wouldn't exist if yeah. we were in a dome. So now I'm gonna go to number two. We know that the okay, Bible okay. tells us that Jesus has come to Earth, regardless of its shape. He had to redeem a fallen Earth, regardless, regardless of the shape. Regardless of its shape. He went to Correct. the cross. He went to the cross to pay the debt for mankind's sin, regardless, regardless of, of the shape of the earth. He has ascended. Correct. He has ascended from heaven and gave to you, Scott, and to Rick, and to Bubba, and to Speedy, and to Helmsy, and to Greg, or any of us, Adler, any of us who claim we now belong to you. We accept that redemption. He said, "Go into the to the to the ends of the earth. Go into your local community, to your state, to your country, and to the ends of the earth, regardless of its shape." And I want you to tell people what I have commanded you, who I am, and what I did, that redemption is found in me. Baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and you keep doing that until I return to the earth, whatever shape it is, and then I will once and for all uh, return the earth, regardless of whatever shape it is, back to its original form, and we will now have a new Jerusalem, there'll be a new heaven, there'll be a new earth, and sin will be no more, and then once and for all, evil will be defeated. So do what I told you to do, regardless of the si- of the of the shape of the earth. And in my in my humble opinion, to you, my brother in Christ, I think you spending yes, time on this is doing nothing to advance the kingdom of God. Well, check this out, Bubba. Uh, one thing I would that was actually Rick that said that. that. Mm. Um, I'm sorry, Rick. Uh, one thing I would love to say is that I've met uh, thousands of people that say they don't believe in God, that they're atheists because of what NASA has uh, put forth to the uh, to society, that, uh, that where is heaven? We've been so far with Hubble okay. Telescope and all this stuff. Of course, the Hubble Telescope actually proves, proves God's existence. If you <laughs> understand what Bubba has said, and he's right, the more we keep going out, the more it keeps expanding. It is not closing off, which well, means a big bang. Not according it, to NASA, though. According to NASA, it's well, to find other life on other planets, that, which would be disproving God. No, you know what I mean? no it wouldn't. No, it really I, wouldn't. Scott, that, that, I disagree that's where, with you. That's we, where we disagree. We, I haven't, think, we haven't discovered life on other planets, mm-hmm. and there may not be any, no, which makes us all that more special. But yeah. if there is, yeah, there is they, still, they still answer to the God who created that planet, yeah. who we believe is Jehovah, yeah. the great I am. Yeah, I don't think there They're are right, either, but, right. but the shape of the earth doesn't make me feel like there's life on other planets. Do I go? Well, I don't well, believe li- I don't believe life's on other planets unless the Earth is round. Now I do. Scott, I, mean, I, I, think, I mean that didn't even make sense. I mean, it, uh, how about I have talked to agnostics and atheists over and over again all over the world. Did you know how many have ever mentioned the shape of the Earth to me? Not zero, one. never. Zero. They don't believe the Bible. Scott, I think I mean, you that, would they, better they say thing about the Earth. I mean, they, they never bring it up. I think the, you would better spend your time arguing about the shape of manholes. Yeah. I just I think that would be more entertaining. Plus, Scott, I will tell you this. Dealing with satellites that I deal with that are in low Earth orbit, they are in orbit, and they have to be around a circle. That's the only way they can stay up there. And they're not being faked because there's too many, too many of them and not enough ways to do it. And so. then you're going to turn around on Scripture. And it really doesn't matter. No. That's the big But point. you're also going to have people say Scripture clearly says that it's round yeah. and that it's a sphere. So I think you're wasting your time on less important Rick things. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass 
the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick 23 minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG. From time to time, it's good to hear from the Flat Earthers because it uh, solidifies how I feel about it. Uh, so uh, it is, uh, you know, and Bubba made the point in the kitchen uh, when we were when I, we tried to get Scott, who, by the way, was not converted to Flat Earth because somebody gave him a flyer. That no, was that. I, I, I think I, that whole thing started with a lie. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but here's here's the thing. And when he mentioned that somehow this was keeping people from believing in God <laughs> and in, in God's redemption through Christ, Bubba and I have interviewed on this program some of the most prominent, I would go as far as to say evangelical atheists. Oh, yeah. And agnostics. What was his name? Uh, oh, uh, Richard Dawkins. Yeah, Dawkins. Christ- you don't go any Christ- further than that. Hey, Christopher Hitchens, Christopher Hitchens right. and others. And, 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 the, and their entire presentation, any debate they've been in and any interview that was held on this program, not once, not once did we pitch them the mic, and they say, "I'll tell you one of my biggest problems is the shape of the earth." Yeah, never. <laughs> I mean, that, I mean, that was never. I mean, it, they don't even go to that point. You know why? It's not in play. I mean, it it it, it didn't even. My goodness, I mean, it's uh, it is a. This will be my reaction. <clears throat> Seriously, it will be my reaction. After I'm done probably saying holy, holy, holy for a thousand years when mm-hmm. I finally come up for air and, and I'm, I'm finally now just you know talking to all the others that are there, and all of a sudden if I hear from the Lord God Almighty, you know I did the earth kind of like a plate with a dome over it. This will be my reaction. Well, how about that? Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> That's it. Uh, because it had no impact, none. I mean, no impact on my life whatsoever. And it certainly had no impact on what I was called to do by him. And it had no impact on my redemption. As a matter I mean, of fact, I, you know, I've told that you. That would be my reaction. I, well, how t- about that? I've told you this before, Rick. I guess Scott know, was right. Science <laughs> and, and you know, astrophysics and our universe, mm-hmm. to me, is a – it is a spiritual thing because you mm-hmm. see the wonder of the Creator. Right. And you see how he strung things together, and you see how he patterned things. Mm-hmm. Almost as a sign, it wasn't an accident. I can't look at galaxies without seeing God. I cannot look at um, electrical things the way they happen, lightning and the way we generate power and all that. I see God in all of that. Well, it, it, it doesn't. Yeah. And again, it really doesn't matter. And, you know, we've had this debate in electrical circles for a long time. Does current actually flow from the positive terminal or the negative? It doesn't matter. Mm. It flows, and when you make a circuit, things happen. So, you know, to me, it's just wonderful to see how this plays out and how it works together and the laws of physics and where the limits of it are. And to me, the Hubble Space Telescope, which you were mentioning, where we can see to the very edge of the known lighted universe – it's just, it's a time machine. I mean, it's just it's magnificent to see all that. It is, and and but I think where we get up, when we obsess over this kind of stuff, and and you certainly have it in the right balance. I mean, Scott is now obsessing over really what we're told not to obsess over. He is obsessed with the creation, and he's losing sight of the creator. And uh, I mean, a perfect example of what you said when I, when I when Frenchie was staying with us, and uh, and we were talking, and he's he's not a believer in God or. or or you know any deity of Christ or anything like that, and and one of the things to your point, which has always been a pretty simple thing, but it's really actually profound, and and it did make some some gain. 
to your point, and and I'll, I'll I'll even talk about why what we just said then. So he and I are sitting in the kitchen, just the two of us, and we're having a discussion about God, and we're having a discussion about what we you know we believe, and and um, so I said, well, and it was a beautiful, beautiful day. I mean, mm-hmm. outside in Alabama it was blue skies, it was everything. Uh, the uh, the crepe myrtles were blooming. It was just you know, and Sherry's got the, she's got the these crepe myrtles are gigantic, and they're everywhere. So there's also a painting in there that's a beautiful painting. And I looked over at Frenchie and I said, do you think that painting was, was painted by someone? Well, of course. And I said, but you weren't there. How do you know that? We weren't there. I don't know who painted that. Why, why do you assume somebody painted Maybe Maybe that painting just came out of it nowhere. It just happened. Yeah. And then, of course, he said, you know, he knew what I was doing. Obviously, that isn't right. We know somebody painted that. But we didn't see him paint it. How do we know somebody painted it? He said, because it's obvious. It's obvious that had to have a creator. It had, he didn't use that word. It's artist. It had to have an, that's obvious. It had to have an artist. Someone had to do that. You can see that someone with, with talent put that beautiful painting together, even though I wasn't there and didn't see it. It's obvious. So then I said, now let's look out the window. Now let's look out the window. Look at that. That just happened out of nowhere. So this painting, you don't even doubt had a creator, but you're looking at this saying this just all happened. This don't have a creator. There's, 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 there's no one that created this beauty that you see even in its fallen state. And in that conversation, when he was pondering this obvious truth to me, uh, never once did he say, well, I would believe you except for the fact that everybody says it's round. <laughs> if it's round, it didn't have a creator. Now, if it's flat with a dome, it did. He, he never said that because we're just looking at what we can see and God, the creator, revealing himself. You know, it is so weird that we never, we never questioned for a minute that paintings were created by people that we never saw paint them. Because why? It's so obvious. But then we look at the earth's beauty, regardless of shape <laughs> and what we can see, and, and how can you look at that and say, well, this just kind of came out of nowhere? I tell, there, there, I tell you there's, another. There's no creator for this. I, I tell you what. It was the, one of our more productive conversations. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a great point. Great point. Yeah. I love looking at these things that show things in, that are very fast happening slow or things that oh, happen time slow. Lapse. Time oh, lapse. I love things. time lapse. Just watch a blade of grass yeah. come out of the ground or a flower oh, yeah. and how it grows and opens up. It's just so amazing to see that. You know that there has to be a design in that. You can't have that kind of accident. You just can't do it. But the shape really never comes into play. That doesn't even matter, Rick, really. Bottom of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Day without a 35 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. We're back. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. HelloFresh.com. How about you, HelloFresh? I know, look, uh, a lot of you may have uh, made a commitment when you started this new decade. You said, you know what? We're going to get the family back around the table. And uh, we had a better society when the family got around the table more often. I know the hustle and bustle uh, is, is part of the problem. We probably get ourselves... Uh, uh, overcommitted. That doesn't help. Uh, but um, then you have to come up with things that can help uh, on the way things actually are, not the way we wish they were. And HelloFresh.com has weighed in. So you know what? We can get you back around the table. Uh, we will send to your door 
all the ingredients you need. Our chefs have put together um, delicious meals, and you can pick the kind that you want. They have all kinds of categories there. Uh, and we'll send these directly to your door. All you do is take the meals into the house, set them up how you want them for the week. You cook them in you know about 20 minutes, and there they are on the table. And the family is eating better, eating healthier, uh, or you know, just delicious foods. They've got family-friendly meals. They've got you know, if you got special dietary issues or, or things like that, they've got all that there too. Uh, but you set everybody around the table. You've got a delicious meal. All you did was prepare it. Everything else was done. You don't have to say, well, we would have eaten tonight, but on the way home I, I didn't have time to stop and go to the grocery store. And by the time I did that, that's 40 minutes. Now I'm home. Now you got to be at this practice. We don't have time. So uh, the, the HelloFresh.com uh, company says we'll take care of it. And these meals are delicious. America's number one meal kit. Put in the promo code Bubba. Boy, it's time to do it. If you've ever thought about this, go ahead and do it now because if you go to HelloFresh.com and put in the promo code Bubba, you get 10 free meals, including free shipping. So this is the time to do it if you're going to try it. There's also a link at RickandBubba.com under the sponsors button. All right, so uh, we have Odell Beckham in the news today. Looking uh, over into the sports world, uh, we're looking at some of this right now, even on TV3 in here. Uh, Odell Beckham uh, was excited that uh, his school, LSU, won the national championship. Uh, but unfortunately, it, it looks like that he went onto the field uh, and started uh, taking out a roll of $100 bills and uh, giving everybody the old, the old cash palm. Right there in his hand. I mean, a wad of them, a, too. A, a, a wad of them. It wasn't and just the old $100 handshake. Yeah. And, uh, and they were, they were hand, he was handing these out uh, mm-hmm. to say, job well done. The only problem is you can't do that. <laughs> yeah. uh, the, uh, you, you, can't, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know it, it appears all the rules are off nowadays. Right. I got that. But. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then Jeff Burrow is, is have, making it worse by Joe, saying Joe. – Joe Burrow, I'm sorry. Uh, Jeff Burrow is a guy that I used to know. Um, <laughs> Joe Burrow is, make, make, is making it worse by saying, look, I'm not a student athlete anymore, so I ain't mm-hmm. done anything wrong. Uh, so that that's not helpful. But he confirmed, you know, the, there was a report that it wasn't real money, that it was a. Some I heard kind that. Of, that was uh, it. You just passed through. You know, there. some kind of fake money that had their picture on it for the national championship. But he said, no, it's real. It's yeah. real. Yes. Uh, LSU Athletics, here's their official statement. We are aware of the situation regarding Odell Beckham Jr. interacting with LSU student athletes and others affiliated with the team following the championship game Monday night. Initial information suggested that the bills were exchanged. Uh, but they were novelty bills. Information and footage reviewed since shows apparent cash may have been given to the LSU student-athletes. We were in contact with the NCAA and the SEC immediately upon learning of this situation in which some of our student-athletes may have been placed in a compromising position. We are working with our student-athletes, the NCAA, and the SEC in order to rectify the situation. Hmm. So how, how is it rectified? Do you get the money back? Uh, do you say, hey, sorry, uh, this – Bubba, you've made it very clear that the NCAA says you may not have any control over your boosters, but you're held accountable for what they do. Oh, absolutely you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I guess if – I don't think it should be that way. I, but Yeah, I guess, you, you know, you could always – the players could just always say, oh, man, I gave that back to him. He didn't mm-hmm. – I didn't keep that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I mean – I don't know where else this could go. I have no idea. Well, I guess what I'm saying is, I tell you what we were going to find out, and I don't know the answer. The NCAA, it, does the rules state that you can receive $100 on camera from a booster as long as you tell us later you gave it back? 
If I, if I, they I, do, I, I'm not sure that's if they do that, you're going to see a lot of hundred dollar handshakes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, because can't anybody just say, "Well, yeah, they gave me money, but I give yeah, it back." Yeah. In, yeah. in every case, I guess so. I, mm-hmm. You were just asking where this goes. I, I don't know. I yeah. mean, I'm not sure that's going to be enough. Yeah, but he, he didn't stop. He didn't stop. Uh, you know, once he got to the locker room, you know, yesterday we had the. Um, the story where um, the, the the players were smoking cigars and, and right. the cop came through and mm-hmm. told them they were going to whatever. Did he ever identify well, what law they were supposed to be breaking? Uh, no, but uh, Instagram put out yesterday uh, the uh, the scene in the locker room with the cops going around. Uh, Barney. Yeah, telling the players, <laughs> hey, you know, do you have this? Do you have that? And then Odell Beckham Jr. comes up behind him and slaps the cop on the butt. Oh, my. And the cop spins around <laughs> to figure out what's going on. And, and it looked like maybe Odell Beckham Jr. was trying to lighten up the situation. I don't know. Just the, he's now he's rapping. In front of him. Yeah. He, was, he was trying to get the cop's attention away wow. from the players. He, I, I don't know. Here's what happened and what I just it? saw <laughs> based on facial expressions and everything. <laughs> what I just saw. Was this guy? First of all, can't believe a policeman's making him show him his vitamin water. Yeah, uh, to show he's not drinking any alcohol. Uh, he makes him show it, and the police is going around policing every player on what they're drinking or smoking, which is bizarre to me. Yeah. Anyway, clearly went to Clemson. Is this, yeah, I was going to say, is this guy that they bring? He looks, he looks exactly like we thought he was. And, yes. then, and then Odell Beckham slaps him on the butt with a "Come on, man, we're in the middle of the dressing room during a championship. What are you doing?" And apparently, at some point, raps to him. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. right. But, so, but and we shouldn't put our hands on law enforcement. Right. No, I wouldn't. Is this guy law enforcement or just a security guard? Uh, well, that's a big old badge he's got. He there. looks official. I don't know. That, I don't know. I don't know that, that that uniform, that patch on the sleeve. Well, that's a big badge. Yeah, right? so, no, you're right. You're right. Right. Yeah, I saw it wrong. Um, he's he's legitimate, but but anyway, so. I don't know. I wonder if this point is Odo. Is he still handing out cash at this point? What do you think? Do y'all do you think it is kind of odd that the law enforcement guy would go in there and start going to every locker and to every bench? I know. And show right. me what you're drinking. Show me what that is. And the guy showed him it. So vitamin water, man. I mean, does he think that? That the college is going to have alcohol in, in a locker room after a win, like they do in the pros, that, that's not going to happen. And uh, it just seems odd. It, well, it, it, and two, uh, with with all of this, you you have to wonder. You know, with the success, I mean, it's, is LSU going to be able to handle their success? I, mean, I don't can. know how else to phrase but that. Uh, for some reason, and I don't know the answer yet uh, to your point, but there's some schools that seem to handle success better than others. Yeah, some programs, yeah. I guess, right. is a better way to put it. Right. Um, so I, I don't know. And you want your, you want your, your, your former players to come back, you know, yeah. I mean, you know, honey badger yeah. was there others, but I wonder, you know, well, maybe not have them handing cash. Maybe. Out. Yeah. Maybe that, or maybe you don't really want them doing that No, and, and slapping cops, butts. well, you, you don't want that. It goes to no. Speedy's bigger point earlier today. He said he was the only adult in the room and it really goes to show you what's been going on in Cleveland because all year long we've heard how he's grown up and he is the adult and leader on the team. <laughs> That's that's the that's the reason the Browns are what they are well, this year. Th- well, to your point, everything's relative. Yeah. When you say I'm the biggest adult on an NFL football team, isn't that like like that, they like saying I'm the most mature fraternity brother? You know, you're, yeah. it's the standard yeah. is not awfully high. You know, it's uh, <laughs> I'm the most grown up fraternity guy. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's I'm the most grown up person in professional sports where we all get to act like children for a large portion of our life. Yeah. So yep. what? What we what, would all like them to act what like Russell Wilson yeah. and yeah. and yeah. Uh, Kirk Cousins and remember Reeves. remember when you, when, Lamar remember when you're given a platform are you put under stress <laughs> are you elevated all those things all they do is amplify the current state you're already in yeah <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's a, so what what do you think becomes of this 
I don't you know, think nothing does. Uh, no, you know, nothing. I, it, I it's think a, people need to lighten up. It's a pretty it, well. It's it, people can be fine with it. It's the NCAA who we got to worry about. Well, that's what yeah. I'm saying. What do you think, think they'll do about it? They'll nothing. say, "Oh, they gave the money back." Yep. Yeah. So what happens the next time we have a school with a booster handing money out? Well, here's what they're they going to go. We gave it back. Here's too. what they'll probably say if they can reason through it. At the end of a championship game, when people flood the field. And they start handing out things. If we round all that up and tell the players, hey, you can't do that, we're going to look at that differently then. There was a sinister meeting we, that you planned something. You met with somebody. Somebody came to your house. You came to theirs. They gave you you know, bunches of money, bought your mama a house, bought your daddy a truck. And it's this long, planned-out plan to get you to a university, and they're providing all that. They're going to treat that differently yeah. than Odell Beckham ran on the field and started handing yeah. out hundreds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Odell wasn't the only one giving out cash that night. He's just the only one that did it on his Instagram account. <laughs> yeah. Hey, let me ask, let me ask I mean, you this. <laughs> what, 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 I hate to break it to everybody, but can there I were t- cash flowing Can I tell you night. what I would do? Now, it's not going to work, especially New Orleans hurts. <laughs> sure. Because, yeah. because that's where they Baton Rouge is. But knowing – you do know when these players go to bowl games, they are given a stipend. They do yeah. get money. Oh, yeah. Uh, and they get money for the travel, and they get, it goes all the way back to when they were traveling on trains and everything. Yeah. They still get stoppings. I mean, yeah. I, I know this firsthand. Yeah, oh, yeah. And so what I would do is go, all we did was put Odell Beckham in charge of the stopping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like it. He wanted to help out. Let me, let me ask and you I don't know, but I heard Lori Laughlin's using this video in her defense. <laughs> I don't know. It's, Bubba, i, I got to ask this question. What do you think Coach O said when he found out about that? <laughs> Go talk. <laughs> We'll be back 15 minutes to the top of the hour. You got the Rick and Bubba show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ten minutes to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us today. Uh, Rick and Bubba University, the podcast coming up this weekend. We will do a brand new edition today. We interview my wife, Sherry Burgess, today. So looking forward to that, um, and uh, it'll be available to you coming up this weekend wherever you get podcasts. You can go back and listen to the ones in the past. Uh, you can watch them on YouTube. You can listen to them on our podcast channel. Uh, also, yesterday's Wednesday Bible study, now archived for you on our YouTube channel and also on our podcast channel as well. All right, so uh, we have uh, Elizabeth is standing by. Elizabeth is just wanting to address the, the, the part of all this that involved the policeman uh, in the locker room. Uh, Elizabeth, go ahead. Hey. hey. Can you hear me? Yeah. yeah, yeah sure. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I'm just going to say there's a lot of bad people in every, you know. Of course. Yeah. But my husband, like, he is he is such a good cop, and he will not if, – if you have, like, a bad tag – He's not going to pull you over and, you know, you know, make you pay for it when you can't even afford a tag. He's just so good. And I just think that the good needs to be outweighed with the bad. Well, there's no question. I mean, if, I, if I'm dealing with ten police officers, you know, well, uh, eight of them, eight of them are, are great, upstanding. They do their job well. There might be two people that maybe shouldn't be in that line of work. And, you know, it, yeah. and, and there is, like you say, there's some discernment. You know, that we talk about this a lot about zero. I think there's two people. There's one, there's cops that they they were in high school and they maybe not got treated bad, you know, and they were like, you know, so they're, they have like a a rug to burn, you know. No, and no, you're right. Somebody who's, you're right. Somebody who really has it in their heart. 
mm-hmm. you know, and they, they want to do good. And we just got to see the difference between the two. Well, no doubt. All. No doubt. And I, and I, I appreciate you making that point, and I 100% agree with yep, you. Yep, yep. And uh, it's, uh, but in this particular case, you know, this is where that zero tolerance stuff that we talked about, there's got to be some wisdom, though, that comes with, first of all, there's no indication uh, that the policeman had any reason uh, to come in there and start asking people, you know, show me your vitamin water, what's in that bottle, which we see in this picture. Um, and, and just, you know, thinking to yourself, do I go into the dressing room of a team that just won the national championship and go player to player? and ask what they're drinking and, and go over and see who's smoking cigars. And is that just a, is that a good thing and a wise thing to do in, in, in this role that, that I have been given uh, by God, really, if you read scripture, uh, to, uh, to maybe, be, maybe they were under orders to do that. Maybe they said, we're going to crack down on some of this and we maybe, have a no smoking maybe, band maybe. in, in all public places in New Orleans. Well, he's and, also asking this player clearly, let me see what you're doing. Yeah, I know. I saw yeah, that. Yeah. That's the first time. I had not heard that in the other reports, but you clearly see it in that. He's looking at the uh, yep. whatever the, the, the mixture he's drinking there, some kind of Gatorade, vitamin water stuff. Yeah, a little, little wisdom, a little discernment. But I guess – but I also heard in a story that he was almost kind of solo in this, that the other officers did not agree with his behavior right, and right. didn't think that's what yeah. he should have done. So maybe that rules out there was a, a crackdown. Yeah. Because, yeah, I don't know. Because they know. didn't go along with yeah. it. It's tough to really see what what's going on because it's a smoke filled locker room uh, that he's walking through, <laughs> asking people if they're doing that. Right. Well, what he should have done is said, "Who gave you that hundred dollars?" Now that would have been different. I love this six five player that comes in behind him while blowing his smoke into just right over his left shoulder, here, right. right there. Well, uh, while yeah. I, look at him; he's just smoking a cigarette. I'm like, what's it? What are you doing, guys? Mm-hmm. I have to go back to this again, and and there's been attempts at it, and I must say, all of them have been poorly executed. Can somebody please, please clarify to me what the policeman is looking for? Because if he if he's looking for you know alcohol, that was pretty obvious in one of them. Right. Okay, I got you. You make sure nobody's drinking. Okay. What 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 is the law that was being broken that he was trying to enforce? Because really, until that's established, but well, I tell you, I just don't like the idea of people not following rules. Look, well, tell me what rule we're not following. I, I need to know that. If you just walked into the room right now, so let's say that let's say that the FCC walked into the room right now and started screaming at us, "Y'all need to follow the rules." Well, don't we need to know what rule they're talking about? What rule are we not doing right? I'm sorry, we maybe we chose to break it, or maybe we just don't know what 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 are we doing? We're not supposed to do. Doesn't that have to be point one? Yeah. Didn't somebody say though they had some no smoking well, ordinance in once, public places? Hey, we once we're once we guessing. yeah once yeah. we started <laughs> that, then you got about four different. Uh, versions of that. All right. So, out of out, from my channel on my computer, there, there's audio of this, and I was wanting to make sure there wasn't any cussing in it. I'm trying to hear what the guy, the officer, asked the player. Uh, so, hey man, D. Lou finna go to jail, y'all. So, take. Hey, hey. What, what's he saying there? He hey, said, what about you big ugly, No. Uh, be careful with that. Mm-hmm. I think I just heard him say, "Citizens arrest." <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh oh. I, he asked him something like, "What's in?" Uh, was he saying, "What's in the drink?" Is that what he was saying? <laughs> I, I don't know. I just, Is, did James Spann just walk the shot? Did you <laughs> see the guy with the suspenders? <laughs> um, Bubba, a couple of updates, and uh, this is something, Greg, I think you will enjoy, but you, it'll be a bit to you because they're the way they're doing it. But did you know that today is Nash, National Nothing Day? Yeah. Well, it's about time. 
Yeah, and this More means over D for that. It one. means we've declared one day to not have any significance as far as like to me. Majority re- of days are national. Nothing yeah, I don't. Yeah. All right, let me ask you this. And, this and, and, this, and they're saying this time they didn't put anything on this day. Like it's not National Sock Day. It's not National right. Pancake Day. Right. It's not. Is there honestly? Because I'm trying to think in my mind. Is there even one of these? Even one that you change your day in any way, shape, or form, or even acknowledge? Even one? No. Mm-mm. Not for me. No. I mean, well, there was that donut day, Rick. I swung right. through. Swung yeah. through and got well, there's there. that, yeah. yeah. I thought on National Siblings Day, Greg sent you something. No, nah, nothing. Yeah, I, I don't was, even know. The I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I mean, look, I'm not talking about. I stated the ones that I thought we always had. Uh, I'll tell my wife, Happy Valentine's Day. I'll tell my parents, Happy Mother's Day, Happy Father's Day. Uh, I'll tell people, Happy Birthday, uh, Happy Anniversary, uh, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year, uh, Easter, you know, the, uh, you know I, but I don't get off on, I don't think at one time have I ever stopped and looked at my socks and said, today's National Sock Day. Yeah. <laughs> today's National whatever. Day, hey, day, happy day. National Sock Day. I would acknowledge it more mm-hmm. if there was only one per day. But when you throw four or oh, five different things in one day, down. it waters it down. It Everybody's got to win. Everybody's got to have a day. Right. Look, not everybody has a day. Okay. You know, can I can I tell some of you out there to your point, to Helmsy's point? Warrant. There you go. Ah, to Greg's hey. point, to Helmsy and Greg. Hey, hey, folks! Everybody, listen up! Everybody, stay, stay with us. Some things do not warrant a, a, a day to honor it. They just don't. They don't. Right. You know, it it it's, it didn't meet the criteria. No. It doesn't. But what's happened now in the world of you know everybody's got to be acknowledged for every little thing. Yeah. Uh, but then the people who want everybody to be acknowledged pick and choose the things they want acknowledged. So mm-hmm. see, it's still nobody. There is no. You know, there's bias in everything. Well, yeah. Rick, we're gradu- I, I just want to be me, but but I'm being me. Yeah, but I don't like you being you. Well, I want see, me to be yeah. me. Rick, we're graduating mm-hmm. too many marketing <clears throat> students, not enough farmers. You're right. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. That's the bottom line. So yeah. to, today, uh, I think like, I have a, an answer to you, for you on the what you were asking a minute ago about the right, locker room. Right. Okay, there also was another officer in the uh, locker room that was seen that said he was told by his commander that smoking indoors in the locker room was, in fact, illegal, although he was okay with the players smoking for a celebration. In 2017, Louisiana passed a ban on smoking indoors in public areas, including bars, hotel rooms, casinos, vehicles, and certain other designated areas. But then the commander said, don't worry about it here. But one guy said, I'm going to. One officer said, don't worry about it. One said, put a out. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. In the beginning, there was fun on the radio. Then the radio industry fell victim to corporate America and venture capitalist bankers who marched in with their research and up to their armpits in debt turned the radio band into a wasteland of cookie cutters. Faceless, sound-alike stations who completely lost touch with the people they were meant to serve. Then there were two voices that cried out in the wilderness, faint at first, but becoming louder with every passing ratings book. It's okay to have fun again, to give the people what they really want to hear, and not treat them like a sea of mindless followers who have no choice in their radio entertainment. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Seven minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Thanks for being with us. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all in the mix today. 
Look at those interns, Happy Gilmore, Stretch Armstrong, earning their degrees in common sense that has now become a superpower. Uh, we also welcome back for a brand new hour. There's old Bill Bubba Bussing. Glad to be here, Rick. Thank all of you for being here, too. How about this? The O'Reilly Auto Parts upcoming events. Make some notes here. Do a little house cleaning. Uh, I'll be at Olive Baptist Church, Pensacola, Florida, coming up this Sunday. Both morning services. Uh, Sherry and I will be there. Uh, of course, uh, those of you that are familiar with our story, January the 19th, uh, a very important date uh, for our family and honored to be there uh, talking and presenting that message uh, at Olive Baptist Church in Pensacola. So if you uh, can attend the, e- either one of the morning services, 930 or 11, uh, that will be going on January the 26th. Go over to Mississippi for the State Evangelism Conference. Be joining Michael Catt, Johnny Hunt, and others. I'll actually be the Sunday night speaker at North Crest Baptist Church. Uh, details are there. Starts at 6. The Bold Conference, February the 1st. Pilgrim Rest Baptist Church in Baker, Florida. I'll join Ed Litton, Fred Luter, uh, and others uh, for that men's conference. If you'd like to get information about that, you can for February 1 in Baker, Florida. And then uh, February 21st and 22nd, uh, it is the Pursuit Men's Conference. Uh, this is kind of what we've been talking about with themanchurch.com. Uh, we, we bring Rich Wingo, Bill Searcy, and Brody Crowell, and, uh, and uh, Michael Adler leading worship. And if you would like to attend that, uh, details are there. If you get your ticket or get your group registered by January the 27th, uh, every man in your group or you as an individual will receive uh, the How to Be a Man, the Pursuit of Christ-Centered Masculinity devotional included in your ticket price. So you'll get a copy for yourself if you register and get your ticket before January the 27th. Thank O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices, excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. All right, so a couple things that went on. Do you remember this movie we were waiting on, 1917? Yeah. The movie yeah. 1917. Saving about, Private Ryan, World War One. Uh, yeah, World War One. I. I don't know World War One the way I need to. Uh, there's a lot I don't know about it. Um, I understand after doing some research on it, after watching the movie. Do you all do that when you see something historic? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You yeah. start Googling like hey, how much of this they or, have, right? Yeah. Or Google a little bit of it before you go. Yeah, trench war, a lot of trench, big yeah. trench. That's why mm-hmm. a lot of people got killed. Everybody's everybody's in the trench, and if I want to advance, at some point we got to run across this big field here while the trench fires on us. Well, it uh, caused, and, uh, it caused a lot of stalemate. Yeah, and, and uh, that, that gave its own problems. A lot of people death. dug in for a long period of time. A lot going on there. Yep. Um, I will. I, I'm kind of upset, uh, and Greg, this is going to be an issue for you if you'd like to leave the room. But um, I was a little upset with uh, one of my sons, uh, young Broderick, uh, the Tasmo, who who is someone who loves uh, shooting a video and, and loves being part of, of you know writing uh, things and screenplays and movies and documentaries and you know announcements and you know, things that people need so he he's all into this world of getting the right shot and you know as you said time lapse video and, and all this so he unfortunately when we saw the preview of it and he thought it was going to be released in our market on Christmas our plan was to watch it as a family on Christmas. Uh, but it was just limited released on Christmas, and then the rest of us only got it January 10th. So he, I, I almost wish he hadn't told me. Mm-hmm. He said, I'll tell you what's unique about this movie is uh, they take one camera, and it's, yeah. just a, it's just a one-camera shot, and you go with these people through the whole thing almost like it's one camera, very few edits, and, and you're walking. Now, but yet you're don't, telling us. Don't, don't let the trailer 
because they do edit the trailer, so you're not getting the real feel of it on mm-hmm. the trailer. Right. So right. it's got, and I hate to use this term, but a Blair Witch feel to it, but not as shaky. Not near as shaky. It's right. not shaky. That, that was, was matter, matter of fact. Yeah. The the cinematography is phenomenal. But what I'm saying is, like right now, if I'm a, I'm a main character, where normally you would start out with me walking, then you would see me coming, and then you would shoot to another shot. Mm-hmm. This, that camera just walks with me the whole time down the trench and turns the corner. Are they walking in front of you or behind? They're you behind or? me, and and uh, and sometimes in front of me. And but it's all, but what I'm talking about is they don't do the. I started to go see my superior officer, and the next thing you see is I'm now talking to my superior officer. You're going with me on my walk all the way to him. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I wish I didn't know that because I kept thinking about it. I don't think I would even <laughs> notice or it would have even mattered if my son hadn't said anything. Now I find myself trying to pick up on what he was talking about. You know right. what I mean? Now yeah, I've he's, become he's, obs- yeah, he's more sensitive to it than all of us that would just watch it. And now right. I've become obsessed with it, you know, and uh, and watching it. And it kind of got on my nerves because I couldn't get it out of my mind. <laughs> hmm. um, I, I will say 1917, if you are a person that, like my son, that notices these kinds of things and you're blown away by the visual – the visuals of something, which I do like mm-hmm. to see incredible visuals. That's why I like watching these planet Earth things and these documentaries where they, I can't even know, I can't imagine the time and effort it takes oh, yeah. to do all this time-lapse stuff and all that. If you love seeing cinematography and you appreciate that and the storyline, is, it can be a little weak as long as that's really good, I think you'll be okay. But I'm the kind of person that really prefers, even in war pictures, I, I want to get to know multiple characters. I want to, yeah. I want to really dig in and develop characters and know a lot of people and who they are and their little personalities. And I want to see a platoon interact with each other and all that. You don't really have that in this movie. It's not. It may be like a Saving Private Ryan, meaning we've got to get to a certain place and get word to somebody. That's certainly there, but it's not near as good a movie as Saving Private Ryan. It's far just a movie. Yeah, I'm not saying it's not an intriguing story, right, and, I'm, right. and I'm not saying it isn't a masterpiece to look at and watch because it, it really is. But as far as the story, and here I go, and I, I dread saying this because I'm probably being a little unfair here, but it, I think this analogy will at least get your attention for a minute. At, at one point, it's almost like Castaway uh, – Castaway War. Yeah, uh, I'm by myself. I'm I'm in a bind. I'm trying to make it. I'm I'm not interacting a whole lot because I'm by myself, and and I got a lot I got to go through, and I got a lot of things I got to survive. I mean, is it tense though? I mean, are you like? Oh, it's very only, tense. Yeah, I yeah. mean, like like you're sitting you'll, there just. You'll need. And there's a couple moments where, in my opinion, there's no way he does doesn't get shot. You know, it, it, it's like, hey man, he was right on you. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, so. Uh, and Rick, I know. <laughs> I know the pressure to completely give the movie away. Yes, it's, it's I want burning so within bad. you. So just ask me anything, Bob. I'll yeah, tell you. Yeah. Anything. <laughs> We're just real careful here. Oh yeah, <laughs> one. Uh, don't get attached to that guy, Rick. Yeah. Whoa, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, All right, people can right. see what you're talking about. Okay. That right there, that scene right there. Mm. <laughs> just stop. You see it. That's the one you can't believe he survived. Well, I, no, it's actually worse than that. Oh, okay. That right there, I'm just How talking about, about when the airplane when that, comes through the barn. Like that, in the that's preview. phenomenal. Isn't that cool? Can I tell I you? I like the way it disappeared and then, hey, it comes again. <laughs> yeah. Of course, yeah. hey, it's a big mistake made right there. I, well, you, stop. But, but look, let, let me say this. <laughs> that airplane coming down and then this thing, y'all just saw of him running through the battlefield, when yeah. those things are on a giant screen oh, yeah. uh-huh. with all the sound effects and all that, it really is phenomenal <laughs> what they did visually. Now, I just yeah. wish I wish the script was a little better. I need more. I need more characters. I want to know more people. Yeah, I, I need. 
you know, all those guys in Save It Private, Ryan, you get to know all know, of them, and they all I got know. different roles yeah. and all yeah. that. So, so if you we, were, we were soldiers, Sam Elliott. Yeah. See, I don't have any of that. That's a good I one. mean, I got a little bit, and there's moments I could have had it, too. Mm-hmm. A couple of big actors show up in it, but they're not in it long. So you're, not, you're definitely not paying to see it again, but if it's on, I don't know, Apple TV or something, you're like, ah, oh, it's a rainy day, I'm going to watch a movie. Will you ever watch this again? No, I'm done with it. Huh? I, I mean, I just it just doesn't call for a second watch. I mean, okay. I'm not saying I didn't enjoy the moment I was in it, right? But it is not in the category of like it's well, own. I'm gonna sit down and watch it. Let no. me ask you Doesn't this though: it. hasn't this plot, going on? Hasn't this plot been covered? We have a, a brother that we have to to save. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, isn't that kind of isn't that very close to what some of these other movies have well, been? Well, it's in the war just movies? like Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, well, that's but, what I, mean, yeah. I, I was trying to say that in a nice way, right? right? But so. just not as good a movie, right? Um, now, did you see Midway? Is it? Any, is it? I haven't like, seen it. No. Okay, I didn't. Oh, I won't see Midway. I saw the original, and I don't think I need to see the new one. <laughs> I'm waiting on that. No, I know you are. Greg. I will though. But that uh, that'll original, totally, that's totally a streaming. The movie original now. one okay. is good. That's, that, that's totally. That's I find out it's on the streaming, and I watch. Right. It. I haven't seen it it's long time, there. but the original one is very good. I yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, that's awesome. yeah. Look, yeah. I'm not anti. I, I didn't say that 1917 is not worth going to see. It kinda. It is. You're just not going to say. Like when I walk through the, today, this day I'm in right now. If I walk through a room and some obscure cable channel has on a few good men, we were soldiers or saving Private Ryan, I'm gonna watch it. It don't matter what day it is. I'm gonna watch. Remember the Titans? Okay, I'm always gonna watch. I don't care how many times I've seen it. What about I, last night? I got hung in. I'm gonna watch the Natural. I watched the I Natural. Got hung in it last what night. What about Twister? No. But if I'm if I'm walking okay, through I'll, the room, I'll say that again. when I'm walking through I'll the room, I watch Twister when it's on. If I walk through <laughs> the room and 1917's on, I'll change the channel. And I'll, I'll just, watch a little bit of Roadhouse. And it's not. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's I'll not. Watch it every time it's not it's because on. I don't like it. I didn't like the experience. It did, just doesn't meet the category. Yeah. Doesn't meet the requirement of I want to watch this over no, and over. I've, I've had those. Yeah. yeah, it's not a bad movie. Like, right, Matter of fact, you have it. It's, it's, yeah. it's good. Is it great? No. The, is the is the vi- are the visuals great? Yes, they are. Do you need a little more out of the story? You certainly do. Okay, but there's but there's some great moments in it. It is worth a watch. Once. One time. <laughs> one time. And you can look back. One and done. Hey, how about this? I didn't want to go to Disney but once. I had to go twice, but I didn't want to. You know? <laughs> Is there a chance I might have to go with grandkids one day? Oh, oh boy. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-two minutes past the hour, thirty seconds of Bobby. Here we go. A long distance, directory assistance, every cook two on two. And say, hey, hey, mama, this is Mr. Rhythm and Blues. He said hello. All right, so we'll start with Warden out of Louisiana, but there's time and place for everyone if you move quickly. Lines are available. Thirty seconds of Bobby. You hear this? And then, of course, uh, we'll move to the next caller. So even if you're in line. Uh, go ahead and line it right now. We'll move that line pretty quick and try to get to you as quick as we possibly can. Warden in Louisiana gets us started. Here we go. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them to trolling. Here we come, phone trolling. Phone trolling. Warden, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Uh, yes, I'd just like to say about the national championship, what we had was a failure to communicate. I sent out the wrong deputy and obviously, he was a Clemson fan. Yep, yep, no doubt about that. We're getting, we're getting some pretty funny photo 
uh, <laughs> little unfair funny. photo edits yeah. where they're taking the, 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 you look at the policeman now and he's got the face of Dabo Sweeney. <laughs> That's so <laughs> funny. Oh, Photoshop, just always fun. Uh-huh. Uh, we continue. Gene Dothan, listen to us on 103.9. Gene, go ahead, buddy. Yeah, I was a little bit confused about the Odell Beckham thing, why everybody was so up in arms, because I have a friend that goes to all the Alabama games, and he tells me that every after every Alabama game, he sees Dickie Nadmeyer handing out $100 bills and smoking a cigar in the locker room every week. Routine. <laughs> well, I mean, Saban, he polices it. They're stopping from Dickie. <laughs> we continue Elton and Jackson uh jacksonville florida elton welcome to the rick and bubba show go ahead hey man how y'all doing this morning we're great doing good good i, I didn't want to put it in a bit on the radio and sitting on television boy that was we lost the rocket man oh we lost him so <laughs> Andrew. Nancy Pelosi cut into your phone. Uh, no, I, he was going to talk about Nancy, Nancy Pelosi, but bling, 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 Andrew, bling. Andrew in Georgia. Andrew, go ahead. Hey, how y'all doing this morning? We're doing great. good, man. How are you? I'm doing good. I, I'm a day behind listening to the podcast, but I want to offer y'all a couple weird combination of foods. Okay. Y'all can try. All right. Uh, first one is get you a block of cheese, cut your slice off, put some peanut butter on there. No. That's a pretty good little snack. No. Second one sounds crazy. Peanut oh. butter and chili. Peanut butter and chili? Both of those. What? Mix in there while it's hot. It's oh, good. Oh, goodness. Mm. Get out of okay. here. Hang up on him. Yeah. <laughs> now you've got the golden ticket seats. they got faces on like somebody broke wind next time. Yeah. I'm telling oh, you. Gosh. Uh, well, Greg was back there. Cheese and peanut butter? Uh, and we chili? continue. Uh, we go to, uh, to Brett Jackson City, Florida. Brett, go ahead. Brett. Rhett, Jackson County, Florida. I was just going to tell you, we're hey, from Florida. We went to Disney as kids, and my dad never went. And now that me and my brother are grown and got kids of our own, my dad's been twice already. So, Rick, get ready. Uh-huh. Somebody brought that up the other day. It terrified me. I thought I was done with Disney. And I enjoyed, you know, the the one time I went and, and, and enjoyed the second time somewhat. Uh, but the um, I thought I, I had already been, and, and then I thought I was done. And someone emailed just what you emailed, Rick, so I guess you'll never go with your grandkids. My hope is that any of my children who have kids and take them to Disney World, that they won't invite me nor desire for me to go. Well, because I mean, that, that needs to be something they yeah, need to enjoy. Because you'll be a drag on the system. That's right. And they, you don't want to bring they that need to, They need to. You know, this is a time for them and their children. They right. don't need me hanging around that. Right. We continue. <laughs> uh, let's go to Wes in Florida. Wes, welcome to Rick and Bubba. 30 seconds. Go ahead. Hey, guys, I know you guys have to play the commercials because that's how you make the money, and you're having to mute the um, bump music because of YouTube, mm-hmm. but I, I'd, I'd really like for you to mute one commercial. Every time I hear the term oily stools, I mean, I think <laughs> that. that's a serious condition. I think we all could agree on that one. Woo! Yeah, I, I've even discussed, is there a way that we can make the budget without that commercial? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, yeah, some of them. Look, if you're going to have a commercial, at least do, do something that's not repulsive. Yeah. Uh, we we don't need to know about that. I think if you just talk stomach trouble, you, you don't have to get that specific. No, uh, we continue. Let's go to Ron in Meridian, Mississippi. Ron, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Hey, thanks, guys. Hey, look, it would be a major injustice if you guys do not get the uh, Pete, the guy from Florida with the uh, Bigfoot. Yes. Uh, 
if those two segments don't make a best of, it would just be an injustice. I laugh so hard till I cry. Yeah. And every time I think about it, it's just so crazy. Yeah, Speedy, I, I heard him editing that, so I think you you will likely get your wish on that one. Uh, hey, that is great. Absolutely great. Yeah, the specifics of it made it. Oh, I mean, man. They, they made it. Good night. We continue uh, to Randy and Dothan. They'll uh, be in the playoff. Listening to 103.9. Randy, go ahead. Hey, uh, yeah, they passed a law out in California that they're not going to prosecute you if you steal uh, under $900. Do you know if that includes tax? I'm needing a new TV. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, they did a story on a convenience store owner. I think he was in San Francisco. And they were they had like a camera on him. He gets into altercations with people coming by because they're trying to stake stuff, t- uh, steal stuff, and it actually shows people picking up stuff in the store and just walking out with it. And you can't stop. <laughs> Don't them. even hide it. No, no. you're gonna get in trouble. Yeah, on video. Jason mm. and Prattville. Jason, go ahead. Thirty seconds. <laughs> hey Rick, you know as your kids grow and get older and get married and have kids, it might be a little expensive. But as a Christmas present, why don't you give? Each family and all expenses paid trip to Disney World and let them go on their own. What are they going to do? Turn down your Christmas present? Keep you from going? Look, that's an expensive mm. diversion. You're right. There is one one fear. Just one fear. What if they say, "Well, why don't you and whatever that whatever they call Sherry, whatever they call me, why don't y'all go with us?" Well, this package. See, I bought this package for four people. That's you right. Can't add to it. By the way, I've just worked in my head. I think I've been to Disney three times. We went once as a show. We went once with the whole family at Christmas, and then I took Tasmo, just he and I, once. I think I went three times. Well, I certainly don't have to go again. (laughs) Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. We're back. Eight six six. We be big is our number. Thank you for being with us. All right, so um, Compassion International and the Rick and Bubba Show teaming up. Uh, and hopefully, you know, you've been thinking about this. Maybe something else you were thinking about as we started a new decade. You know, you and the family got together, discussed maybe trying to use what you've been given to sponsor a child and, you know, in dire poverty and some of the poorest parts of our world. And Compassion International, the beautiful thing is their comprehensive approach. They're certainly going to deal with the physical needs that are easy and glaring, but they also are going to deal with the spiritual needs by working through a local church that has been properly vetted out and a pastor there in, in, in these regions. So know that that's being done at the same time, and you're investing in this person's spiritual health and their physical health. Uh, and I'm talking about the things that we all just kind of take for granted. You've heard the term first world problems. Um, uh, these are children that never really get around to first world problems because they got third world problems, and that's things like something to eat today, uh, some clothes to wear, uh, access to clean water. And can we do something to route the human waste out of uh, our community here uh, and uh, access to, to medical care? And, and these are things that, that you and I can help with. I mean, that's why we've been given what we've been given, and, and that is not just for ourselves. It's also to advance the kingdom and, and to help people who, who we can help. Uh, and it will help them, certainly, but I'll tell you the impact it will have on you and your family will also be something that you might not be expecting. So call this number, 855-293-2323. Uh, and they have plenty of children that you can uh, consider. You can also see them by going to Compassion.com slash Bubba. There's also a link at RickandBubba.com under the sponsors. And for those of you that have made a move on this, thank you very much from the bottom of our heart. All right, so um, a couple of things to talk about. 
The emails, uh, and Bubba, is Betty okay? The emails now revealing that Lori Laughlin's husband had uh, been joking with his wife about rejecting a legitimate approach to get his daughter into USC. <laughs> uh, they've got emails now. They seem mm. to be cutting up about this a little bit. And uh, How and, about your emails being read out and yeah, into the public? Yep, That's yep, good, yep, 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 yep. It said that uh, – We've all probably sent a few of those we'd like to have back. In the emails, it appears that Lori Laughlin <laughs> and her – Oh, hu- you hadn't either? You, don't, you hadn't put things in email that wouldn't sound terrible if it was read out in open public in court? Oh, no, somewhere. I'm just saying how quickly you go to on the defense. It's yeah. just amazing. Well, well it, <laughs> oh, it's, look, it's, it's kind of like a lot of other things. It ain't going to make no never mind to me, but – yeah, yeah. I, I'm hoping though. I don't if I, want Betty to be upset. Right. I, I'm hoping that if I'm being accused of doing something illegal, that my emails don't reveal it looks like I was trying to get a plan. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But, but but anyway, the uh, now I've gotten enough trouble with nobody. Here's the worst part: nobody has to read like we talked about the other day. No one has to read a lot of mine out loud because I've made enough state mistakes in my life by hitting the terrible reply all. Oh yeah. But sure. but, but, sure. but anyway, the uh, oh I've got a reply all story that that is a dandy. <laughs> 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 it involves another friend of ours that ends up, ended up having to move on to another place of employment. Oh, boy. Yep, yep, yep. yep. <laughs> if, if, if the boss that you are just telling the other person that you would march up to their office and tell them to blow it out a certain part of their body, yeah. if you hit reply, oh, she saw it as well. <laughs> but, uh, but, and it's a she? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the, but anyway. Yeah, uh, that's going to go in the file right there. Yep. That'll that, do it. That's, uh, you might as well get your box together and talk about where you're going to work next. Mm-hmm. Lori Laughlin and her husband, who I won't even attempt his name, um, <laughs> uh, says in the emails have, a, have a, appeared to have rejected a legitimate approach that would have helped one of their daughters get into USC and instead chose, chose to use their wealth to get her into college. It says you can see this conversation in their emails uh, as they are joking uh, about rebuffing a U.S. official, a USC official, who had agreed to review the college entrance application of one of the daughters, and they're laughing about, "Well, that'll be a waste of time. We better find another way to do it." You, you uh, know, too, mm-hmm. uh, but that just could be a joke. There, well, Rick, clearly, clearly, if she had married John Stamos, like all of us thought she should have, yeah. this would have never have happened. It's all his fault. And you know, they always—it's the husband. They always get you a great little picture to go. Oh, with sure, you know? sure. <laughs> so, speaking so, of of celebrities, did you see? And I, I don't usually bring up deaths, but. Uh, that uh, You're not Dwayne doing... the Rock Johnson lost his dad. Did you see yeah, that? Yeah, I thought you were tell me he was dead. No, no, no. It's his yeah. father, seventy five. Right. He was a wrestler. Yeah, mm-hmm. Rocky the Soul Man Johnson. I did yeah. not. Yeah. I didn't know oh, about yeah. him. Didn't even know about him. Do you remember him and his tag team partner Tony Atlas, the Soul Patrol? Uh, now Tony I Atlas, know. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Tony uh-huh. Atlas, I remember. Look at Rick. You talking about boy? He was built too. He's a big. No man. wonder yeah. Dwayne. <laughs> he runs in the family. Now I knew Tony Atlas, but I did not know his, oh, Tony uh, Atlas. Yeah, Georgia oh, yeah. Championship Wrestling. Well, I have Come a t- I, I have a Tony Atlas story that's heartbreaking. And don't forget, do you remember it? Uh, do you remember this? I, don't forget he when he first came out, he had a mask on. He was the Black Atlas. Well, that's what I was going to say. Uh, because that that's what he was he called. Was. Yeah, he was. But I remember one time they what just about a tag that's team called the Soul Patrol. <laughs> right. <That's laughs> what, yeah. But I feel like that wouldn't fly today. Well, what about Black Atlas? Which was his original name. Yeah. So they you, the, this was a thing, and I was a little stupid kid, so I didn't know to read the fine print. 
Okay, you know how stupid Schedule little kids. Schedule to appear. Hey, right? Yep, stupid little kids don't know any better. So I looked at the card for the Oxford Civic Center. Oh, they used to bring And there was the Black Atlas, just as big and large as he could possibly be with his mask on. And I loved the Black Atlas. Sure. And I went on to love Tony Atlas. He was one of my favorites. Oh, I did. Too. And I said, well, I can't even believe he's coming to the Civic Center in my town. I can't even believe it. And look who he's taking on. I think he's taking on Abdullah the Butcher. Oh, yeah. And so, so, so I was. Told I, Joe Yamamoto. I was, I was so excited. And went down there, and of course, what does it say on the card? Subject to change. Oh, and it was. Man. I remember this. And I went in. I was so excited, ladies and gentlemen, before we start tonight. Uh, unfortunately, there's been an injury to the Black Atlas. He will not, <laughs> and I'm, he'll be replaced tonight by some person. I think I Stan like, the Man Hanson. Stan the Man Hanson came in and wrestled Abdullah. I mean, yeah. I, did I like Stan the Man somewhat, but he was no Black Atlas. No, Rick. <laughs> Are you kidding? And I remember my, my, little, kid, oh, my little kid self just couldn't believe it. You can't, I, I yeah. didn't even get excited when the spoiler came in. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, Because he showed that. up, and so did the Anderson brothers. Yeah. That was a huge letdown. Oh, yeah. Remember when the Anderson brothers uh, went after one of our friends? Yeah, he threw popcorn on him, and the Anderson brothers slammed him. Yep, sure did. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, I've already told the story about this. <laughs> yeah, that 100%. You think we didn't love it? When you see, because uh-huh. for some reason, the Anderson brothers always wore red shorts. Uh-huh. I, can, I can still see those red shorts and the, the no-shirt person with our friend up in the air and slamming him down <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> you know, you just – again, I don't think they could do that nowadays. No, you know? no, 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 no. It was a little different no, no, then. No. And then, then that, that was at the same time that Ivan Koloff got on, so that was the time. Like, we were younger when Ivan Koloff Ivan, got on. I think on. I was younger about throwing that stone. Throwing stones at him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Throwing stones. Look at the Anderson brothers. The one, Gene and Ole. The one in the mustaches who yeah, slammed our friends. Ole's who got so he was still on the well, card. That was, yeah. that was high level entertainment. So oh, I never got to see Tony Atlas or the uh, Black Atlas in person because it was subject to change. And it, it changed. Do you remember that when that would happen? You just your little oh, kid Rick. hard to see. No, why people would do things like Rick, that. Rick. Yeah, that and in concerts too. You know, you, sometimes the opening oh, act yes. was who you really wanted to see, and you got there and they had substituted. Yeah, didn't that happen with a concert you went oh, to? Oh yeah. What was it? Tone Loke was supposed to be the opening <laughs> act, and I was I was ready. And uh, and he had canceled, and they they the band they brought in to fill was called JD and the Jammers or oh, something. Oh, it wasn't even. Oh, they oh, got man. they got. I mean, the crowd just booed you them off stage. So, I mean, you had Tone Low coming, right? I, I know you couldn't. You couldn't. I, I, I was at, to um, fill in. Ted Nugent. This is when his career was kind of down. <laughs> I love these kind of he stories. He was playing. <laughs> he was playing at the the Battle downtown. Okay. Yeah. All right. And of course, we went to every show. <laughs> we and there was a band one. that was that became hugely famous. Y'all know uh, was supposed to open at the time. They had one hit, and the guy walks out and says, "Due to you know circumstances beyond our control, Bon Jovi will not be here tonight. Right. They were going to be the opening act, and they had right. the one hit out of time." But, what, what but that, Ted came out early, even though there wasn't hardly anybody there, and played about three hours. And then when he said, sure, I'll play White oh, Buffalo. Yeah, and boy, did he ever. <laughs> 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 he I'll give Ted this. That, that may be the smallest crowd I've ever seen at the the Boutwell, but he came out, and you would have thought it was packed. Really? Yeah. Was it uncomfortably small crowd? Yes, Rick. Oh, no. It was bad. I hate that. It was bad. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. And then Bon Jovi, what, didn't we find out the reason why they weren't there is they, they had upgraded. was way Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. This is I like saw first Ted. Album early. I think I only saw Ted one time as opening act for Kiss. When he straightened out the Sam yeah, yeah. Sam yeah. Force. Yeah, I've seen Ted about had, three times. And he had a few political statements. He wanted to be sure everybody <laughs> he understood where in. he stood. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, was, I remember the way he talked to the Sound Man. <laughs> 
it, Greg, that was at the, yeah, at the BJCC. It, it, he night. said words. The sound did get better. It did. When, when, when Greg looked at me, he goes, look, I know that was difficult, but the sound is better. It is better. But the, well, he uh, didn't like his sound he was getting. I remember writing down words I'd never heard before. Boy, he was really – place was packed. I know, and he, he just made it crystal clear. He didn't care for the <laughs> – He did not like it. You got me up here sounding – You got me up here sounded like – and it just – it was awful. <laughs> And I thought, well, can you just talk to the sound man like that right on the mic in front of everybody? Oh, well, he did. Well, and he, he played a new song for us on there that yes, he never he played did. before. Yes, he did. And I asked him what the title was. He said, I think you'll get it. Oh, Bubba. <laughs> and then he tore into it. Two, sure two times on the show that happened, once with Ted Nugent and once with Tim Wilson. You asked, oh, for, you yeah. asked for the title of the song. He said, just hang in there. I think you'll get it. <laughs> <laughs> I will say Ted's was worse, I thought. No, much worse. <laughs> much, much worse. Much worse. Uh, we'll take your phone calls next at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Lines are available for you, and you can reach us, and we'll talk to you when we get back. There's lines available. We'll troll to and get them pretty quick, so hang in there. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ten minutes to the top of the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. Thanks for being with us. Much to do going forward on the program. We hope that you'll join us. Right now, you can take us in any direction that you want to go. It's yours. A long distance. It's yours. Assistance. At the end of 30 seconds, the buzzer sounds. Your time on the program comes to a close. Then we move to the next caller. We start with Richard. Uh, calling us out of South Alabama. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones a trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone trolling. Troll. Hello, Richie. Welcome to the program. Ah, shoot. For a bald-headed fat man, I'm doing pretty good. That's L.A., thank you. I'll tell you what, at 66, there's a lot of things that I find funny, me and my honey. But one of them is sending out texts by dictating it on the phone and I'm telling you, its ears act about, they sound about as good as mine. I'll tell you what, that some of the things come out on that scutter are very entertaining. I'll tell you what. Yeah, I, I will tell, if mm-hmm. I could just make a, a blanket announcement. Until dictating text gets better, let's just stop. Some of the texts I'm getting from some of you that are dictating texts, they're, yeah. they're just, they're unacceptable. Mm-hmm. Just, just, just give it up. If, if you can't text with your fingers right now, just let it ride. You know, too, I, I'm still having problems with mine auto-correcting things and getting it wrong. You know, it, right. it puts in the whole wrong word. Mm-hmm. We continue. I've learned now to try mine to get. Mine doesn't speak Southern. To my dictating no. te- text friends, Bubba included, Speedy, I now have learned to try to guess what you mean. Yeah, well, you mm-hmm. know what I'll do? Even though I know it's wrong, I'll just send it anyway because it's close enough and right. I know you know what it means. But sadly, at some points, yeah. it almost turns into a puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> Brent in Alabama. Brent, welcome to Rick and Bubba. 30 seconds. Go ahead. Hello? Hey, hey, Brent. Go ahead, buddy. Hey, what's up? My name is Brennan Davis. I want to give a shout-out to Hazelwood Farms real quick. It's where I'm at at work in Tell City. Uh, that warden on that LSU game, man, that cop, dude, he's just he, – he's bullcrapping, man, to be honest. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, it's a celebration. Why would you ruin a celebration, dude? Well, they should have arrested I mean, every one of them. <laughs> they were clearly breaking the law. They were breaking oh, the law. Like, he liked that. Law's Rick. the law. Not sure what it, it was, but it is. Uh, let's go to Jerry in Piedmont. Jerry, go ahead. 30 seconds. How about it? Good morning, guys. Hey, buddy. Hey, uh, I just heard on ZZK's little news clips that Calgary, Canada, is so cold up there they can't, at the zoo they can't even get their penguins out and walk them. 
supposed to be like in the minus 30s for several days. They'd be in a heck of a shape if it wasn't for global warming, wouldn't they? You know, remember, though, now the global warming is only used when it's hot. When it's not hot, they change it to climate change or climate disruption. And cold weather is human emissions, and so is warm weather. Mm -hmm. I don't know how that all works, but in their world, whatever the extreme weather you're experiencing it, it is tied to man-made global something. Rick, you know, the question is, how in the world did the Earth and the universe survive before we had the government here to watch over it. I don't know. Now, if you believe them, it's been here for billions of years, and it somehow kept itself in balance. Now, it bumps the Until we showed up. Every now and then, and it just can't seem to, to handle, you know, what we're throwing at it. Right. The Calgary Zoo, much-loved penguin walk. It attracts large crowds. It's been canceled for the third straight day. But, well, but, they put little jackets on them. But no, no, it was stopped. No. Now, think, is it canceled because the people are right. going to be out there the watching? The penguin walk has been canceled for today Couldn't due to the extreme pe- cold weather. I conditions. think the penguins are okay. Well, then, yeah. won't you, why wouldn't you just say the zoo has been shut down? Right. We closed the it. Well, Greg, that, But, Greg, that doesn't sound – that's not provocative. Yeah. I got to make it sound like that it was too cold for penguins, even though really what they're saying is too yeah, cold for humans. No, actually, in a statement, anyway. they said it, it puts undue stress on the on the penguins. Do they see where oh, penguins live? Do they see where penguins, penguins live? They live in the, cold water. Yeah, at the South Pole. Did they interview one and he said, I'm a little stressed over this? <laughs> it's a 15-minute waddle uh, for the penguins. Well, he's got a little jacket on. They loop the uh, Discovery Trail Bridge <laughs> and then back to the penguin habitat. Bears I'm kind of like, yo, who's going to be out it? there watching it anyway? How cold is it in Calvary right now? It, 30 uh, it is. See, the, the zoo says um, it has to be above minus 25 degrees Celsius and no warmer than 5 degrees Celsius. Now, all of us don't and, know what that um, is. And Wednesday, well, it, was see, it was negative 29, yeah, right at 30. Well, they're, they're wind chills minus 35. They're, they're, they're penguins. And who would have thought it would have been freezing cold in Canada? Yeah. I know it. Uh, in, in winter. In, in the yeah. winter. How'd that happen? What's mm. Mark Levin think about it? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Can I tell you what? I laughed so hard <laughs> watching nature. His, his little minute 20 rant on this. <clears throat> because he's, the point he's making is, here we are with this horrible situation in Australia. The animals are coming to people's houses. People are getting attacked by animals because they're running from the fire and all that. He goes, and somehow human beings are being to blame for this, not nature. And, uh, and, and he goes, let me tell you about nature. <laughs> <laughs> he, he drops quite the, the nature. Even though I think gender-wise, he's got it wrong. He he does, it right. Yeah, he I think he did, too. Still Rick. funny. Yes, very, very funny. I got the point. I know that. Yes, well, you, it was clear. <laughs> Crystal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bruce in Nashville. Bruce, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Well, Go ahead. Yeah, hey, um, I'm gonna curious to get y'all's take on this, but and I'm going to keep it generic. You can Google it. I know how much uh, you guys love Hollywood, but have you heard about this Gwyneth? Paltrow's new candle she sold out yeah, of for $75. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. We can't oh, really yeah. discuss that on the air. The one that has the feminine scent to it? Yes, it does. Specifically her feminine scent. I got it. I paraphrased it for you. Never heard it. Wish I had never heard it. Yeah. The, She's uh, got this company that sells weird products. Oh, yeah. That definitely falls in the line. Who would have thought weird people would have a company that sells weird products? Very expensive weird products. Yeah. Well, of course. Yeah. Because for some reason, the weirder things are, the more expensive That's they true. are. Which you I don't get. It makes a lot. drives the price just right up. How does that make the price higher? <laughs> well, you know, we got to put the weird factor in there. That's, that, that increases overhead. That's it. We continue. Uh, let's go to. Um, um, There's a process about that candle that I have some questions about, but we'll cover it later. Maybe on a podcast. Right. Yeah, somebody's got an extremely difficult job. <laughs>
probably hired him from uh, people who put out deer snip because uh, he already had some experience. Uh, let's go to Jess uh, in Alabaster. Jess, go ahead. Yeah, I was just calling about the penguins. You guys are saying that it's too cold for them. Mm-hmm. Um, there's actually several different species of penguins all over the world. Some actually live like on the coast of South Africa. It's warmer. Mm-hmm. Well, this so is not there. This isn't there. Yeah, this is. I mean, you know, she's you, saying those type penguins yeah. may be there. She's saying Why there's would different they be in Canada, different levels. Yeah. But I, I'm going to tell you, truth be known, this had something to do with the humans. Mm-hmm. That were at the zoo are coming out to yeah, see. Nobody's the going to see the penguins at thirty. Well, again, I go back to this: if Calgary, Canada, can produce for me the last one hundred and something years of weather that we have on record, can they say that it's never been this cold in Calgary during the winter ever? Because if it has, then we just can't have penguin walks. It really doesn't mean anything other than that. And yeah. it's not going to I'm gonna, be the norm. I'm and, gonna, and I'm with y'all. I think if I had, and she's right about these types of penguins that live in warmer climate. I probably wouldn't if I'm some animal lover. Yeah. I, I wouldn't ship those. I wouldn't ship the South African penguins to Canada. Yeah, for, for a zoo. I yeah, probably send them to a zoo in Tampa. Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't know. Probably what their send them to San Diego. Is. Probably send yeah. them to San Diego. I don't know. Yeah, it just I, says I probably penguins would, here. I probably wouldn't send the hot climate because they also said <laughs> that these penguins can't go out if it's too hot. So it can't be the South African penguin. Well, right. they may be. In, I don't know. Now the Calgary Zoo tweet again. I'm going to say, and I know it hurts us to hear it. The walk has been canceled due to extreme weather conditions as this weather puts psychological stress on the birds, so we canceled the walk for their welfare. That was from the Calgary Zoo. Next, they're not going to let the birds fly. Right. <laughs> did they did they put a questionnaire out to the penguins? Tell us how you feel. Right. Does it bother y'all when we take y'all out when it's too cold? Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hey, it's Brad Paisley. You're waking up with Rick and Bubba. It sounds awful. The idea of waking up with Rick and Bubba is horrifying. Make sure they get this. It is uh, six minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866-WE-BE-BIG-SPEEDY. The real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all here this hour. All right, we got the Rick and Bubba interns. Rick and Bubba interns today, Stretch Armstrong. Uh, and also our friend Happy Gilmore just started not too long ago. Earning their degrees in common sense. They'll take your phone calls. They'll work the YouTube option for you this hour. Welcome back. There's old Bill Bubba Bussy. Come on, buddy. Rick, glad to be Come here. On. Thank you for allowing me to sit here in seat number two. How about last hour we were discussing, you know, I love technology, the new technology. Certainly it can be safer, I guess. Because uh, don't I guess even if you're dictating a text, don't you have to hold your phone up where it can hear you? Are you, no, you shouting at your it. Bluetooth? You just or, tell it and it beeps at you. Yeah, well, uh, undoubtedly it doesn't hear us very well because the dictated text I get from friends and family, hmm. you got no idea what it says. It's right. got words I've never heard of before. Don't know what it means. Hmm. And and Bubba said we just got uh, some advice on how to make them a, a little clearer. You know, I told you too. I thought about two series ago it was getting pretty good. It seems like it went yeah, backwards. I, I don't know right. why. I don't know what they were trying to do. Anyway, got an email here said it changed Siri to the Australian language. She understands the southern accent better than American Siri does. Hmm. Never tried that. Huh. I have never tried the Australian I got accent. a British dude right now. So if we go to the Aussie text dictator all right the the uh, the all see siri mm-hmm. understands southern american 
it's I guess it means it's closer hmm. right to listening to an Australian talk. I, I guess so. I guess it it understands the variation of English better than American series. Okay, and oh, it, wow. I'm assuming it needs to be the male, or does it matter? I, I doesn't say, doesn't say, because that's an option. All right, let me ask you guys this on, the, on that point because I want to be sure that I'm updated. So, and Bub and I were talking about <laughs> everybody's changing their. Yeah. All right, so Australian female, like he's saying, it or? just says Australian. Mine is actually Australian female. It, okay, I need to it, it says she understands. Oh, okay, so mine's that. Oh, okay, oh, oh, she understands Australia. Me. All right, I'm going. I'm this going. I'd rather have a female. This anyway. may explain why mine works more than I think it because I don't talk any different than y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No. You know, and my, but I, I don't that. have the same issues, so oh. I wonder. Mine was already set to that. How about that? Ooh, I really want the Irish guy. Yeah, I know that's funny. Right now, I'm British. I kind of want to play with the Indian. Why? Guy. Why would you be British? I don't know. I just, I just, he just made me feel confident <laughs> when I asked him stuff. Yeah, but I mean, do you, do you he think you sound British for him to give you a dictation? Hmm? No, I'm just saying I wasn't thinking about him understanding me. It's just like when he would answer me, he'd like, well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> How's you know, he say it? Well, I don't know. Possibly do the worst it. English you do it. accent <laughs> that I've ever heard. That, 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 that was as bad as it gets. <laughs> Greg, what do you got in yours? I don't even have one. Huh? I don't He's know. Lay the cable guy. I don't know. What do you mean by that? Like when it talks to you about things? No, I didn't mean what to do you, that. What do you mean by I don't have one? What are you talking about? A phone? I got a phone. Ooh, there's an email. But I, how did you, it dictate something? I don't I use it, though. I'm not using it. What do you mean? What, like, it doesn't talk something? to me. I'm serious. Google Maps does, or Maps. Well, I don't play with that Greg Siri, said man. he didn't have one, and mm-hmm. I didn't know Oh, I mean, I'm sure it. I can, but I don't play with it. Yeah. I don't like, care. Like when you go to, to, to GPS or but Maps on there, does it, what, what kind of voice speaks you to know, you? You know what? I don't remember. Yeah. That's well, all like, I have. You're not supposed to, and it's becoming more and more prevalent in states, pick your handset up and talk to it. You have to talk to it, you know. Hands free. Right, so. I'm going. I'll I think it's woman. a female voice. Okay. <laughs> I'd like to see you try it. We'll see. Well, I've noticed Buddy. the different map apps have different voices. Yeah. One's English. One's just some chick talking to you. You know, which I like that one because it's just like Sherry sitting there telling me how to drive. Mm-hmm. I think Gary's <laughs> missing an opportunity. He should sell his voice to these services. I, oh, I yeah. so agree oh, with that. Oh, oh, I agree. One hundred percent. Hey, you gonna pass by? Uh, just time thumb. And then take a right. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> perfect. perfect. <laughs> That's so good. Right. Hey, up here, uh, past uh, Old Man Johnson's my place. <laughs> and it, you know, that pond that's kind of shaped kind of weird like an oval. And like, then, like a what? It's not the, not the dirt road next page, bro. <laughs> Turn All right. right. Give me something <laughs> if they make a wrong turn. Hey, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> Turn around. <laughs> this ain't what I told you to do. Turn around. <laughs> this is like dealing with Rick down at the farm. You can't follow instructions. You like a three hundred pound eight year old. I wish you could choose solid. various voices, though. You know, like different people mm-hmm. that you want on to do Siri, yeah. not just yeah. the accent. Right. Yeah. Like, what if Coach O was one? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Boy, I have a feeling you'd have a lot of bad turns in that. You know? uh, let me see. You can, let me look at the air on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, 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 I know what's, what's, going what's going on. Might as well not have one. What are you doing, Speedy? I was just seeing how she sounded. Okay. <laughs> you go. Who's your daddy? I don't have a family the way a person would. Oh. Oh, uh, wow. Okay. What's my name? Hey, Siri. You're setting Siri. phones off yeah, everywhere. everywhere. What's my name? You're Calvin Speedy. But since we are friends, 
I get to call you daddy. Oh, it's me. Yeah. What? Right. <laughs> what? Glad you're I like her. Yeah. She's good. <laughs> Give her a raise. Yeah, Australian woman understands me. <laughs> Sorry for all the phones I said. Uh, yeah, you said a bunch of them, Mom. <laughs> but on that note, Bubba and I were talking about it in the break. So there was a time when we were obsessed with Australians in our country, and everything had to be Australian. Mm-hmm. Then we shifted from that to Cajuns in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. We, everything had to be swamp. We in the swamp all the time. We're down in Louisiana. People. And then we've shifted to Alaska. Yeah, bush uh, people. Bush, cold. I'm out in the middle of nowhere. Alaskan state Are troopers. we still there? Are we still locked I think we're still in Alaska. Are, I haven't are, heard are of we, Are we shifted over. to all the shows that have to be about what? Are we still out in the cold? I know a lot and, of cold shows. And fat people. Oh, yeah. I saw two ton sisters the other day. Greg. Sisters, and they're huge. Greg, Greg no. <laughs> I'm telling you guys. I, I thought of you the other night. I flipped around. Is Who that, are the people it, that pitch these it, shows? It's, it's, Who are it's, they? It's, it's whatever channel you watch because it was called My, TLC. Glo- My Glorious Fat Life or something. Yeah. And now, no, I'm not kidding. What they got, you got a whole there, series. What of you it. got there is you got, you got a lot of big Peggy's there, and they're sassy about being big, oh. and they love being big. They were taking the sisters. They were going to go for, you know, try to. Get a treatment, but on the way they made one last stop, and they tore a buffet, a new one. <laughs> Man, what's it called? Two Ton Sisters, something like that. <laughs> something like that. Thousand Pound Sisters. I don't remember, but it's something. <laughs> See, it has sisters in it, and it refers to how fat they are. The one I saw, and I stopped just a minute. There's, Man, they can eat. There was an enormous woman laying in a hammock, and there was some old skinny dude in there. I guess it was dating. It was laying in there. And she was, she was, you know, she's all sassy and fired up. Oh, it. yeah. She, I'm big and I like it. I'm glorious. <laughs> and so she's in there and she tells him to guess how much she weighs. And uh-huh. he just kind of looks around like, what? How much do you think I weigh? He's like, 250. 250? She goes, 250. And she hells up this big old giant leg. She says, my leg weighs, weighs almost that much. <laughs> oh, my God. And, and at one point he's holding this big ham hock. And, and it's just, <laughs> okay. just like, I'm like, I don't know what to love obsession with. And they have this one doctor that does all the. The gastro bypasses and all. Yeah. It's just. It is 1,000 pounds. Is it 1,000 yeah. pounds, sisters? Mm-hmm. Ooh, I knew it was something like Greg. that. I said two times. You I was halfway off? there. You mm-hmm. far off, Greg? <laughs> Close enough. So they came in. What, what, how'd that buffet have? Man, they, that buffet lost money on them big time. So so are we. <laughs> is that where we are now, large people? Yeah, TLC. You know, they were little people for yeah. a while. When I, when, now I, when I were, were the fat people. When I turn when I turn on the cable, just, I ain't talking about fat. I'm talking about obese. Yeah. When I turn on the cable channels right now, all shows are about certain categories. Greg, how big? What are you talking about? There's not a person on it under 500. No way. Really? If you if you're under 500, they're like, wow, how do you do it? How do you, <laughs> <keep> it <up?" laughs> you look so good. <laughs> right. How do you keep? So tell me on? your secret. The, yeah. uh, I mean, no. But but if you go through the cable channels on a, you know like say you know a four or five something in the afternoon you're going to roll along and you're going you're going to have various law enforcement shows mm-hmm. like tons of them. I, now I, the judge I, shows I, still I, I, they're I, all I'm in, I'm in the North Woods I'm I'm in Alaska yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm in, I'm in some city I'm a game warden Texas yeah, yeah oh yeah. yeah so all that law enforcement is yep. one live PD that, that, that's a lot oh, yeah. yeah live PD. I deal with animals in some way. Oh, I'm a vet. Oh, yeah. I'm a vet. I'm a, vet. I'm, a, I'm, a I'm a zookeeper. Yeah, yeah. You get that? I'm I, a friend of a vet. I live. <laughs> I live on my own in adverse conditions. Yes. Uh, we live out in the middle. Yes, of we're, the, off the uh, we're off the grid. We're off the grid in the coldest places on earth. Can okay? I ask we're you about that? Off the grid. I, I lost the Alaskan family that was living up there. Oh, oh, the Bush people. Yeah, I, I got off of it. I, are they still on? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. No, the the son was his name Bear. 
Yeah, he's there. The Let last one I remember, and I'm, I'm behind. I'm behind. Okay, way behind. The last I remember, he was trying to build a house, and he was, you know, rushing to get done before winter got there. He's chopping trees. Yeah, they're down. all building. Yeah. They were all. The last call, season, let me tell you, the, you ever call Mountain Men? Let me tell you what I stay <laughs> away from. What I stay away from is Doctor Pimple Popper. Yeah, Ooh. I, I, ain't, I ain't watching that. Who watches that? It's, it's popular. Who Y'all watches see? that? I'm not gonna watch it. You realize the categories I just said is just about all the cable channels. Yeah. There's not much left. Hey, we'll build a treehouse too, and we'll put a customized swimming pool in. We got a lot of those shows. Oh yeah, y'all build things, all that. That's another category. Redo, build. Yeah. Yeah. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Twenty-one minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Eight six six. We be big as our number. Ricky is in Oxford, and Ricky said he's tried this this Aussie Siri. We were told that the Aussie Siri can understand Southern dialect better. Uh, Ricky, what what's been your experience, buddy? Rick, hey, this is Ricky Young. How you doing, buddy? Doing good, man. How you been, Ricky? Good. Hey, uh, look, I got her on my phone. Yeah, she's an idiot. Oh, really? Really? Oh yeah. Put it in your, in, you know, when you put it in your phone. Uh, she goes to your maps, your, your navigator. Mm-hmm. Tell Greg to put her in his phone, and, and when he goes home today, and get her to tell him how to get to Talladega. Oh, really? That's not pretty? <laughs> oh, no. She can't even pronounce it. It's nothing close to Talladega. Can you? So does the uh, does the English-American version do that? I don't have her. I just got the other one for the entertainment. So, <laughs> Ricky, what about when you're dictating a text? Does it seem to understand you better than just the normal? No, she can't understand me at all. Okay. Yeah, well, Ricky, I mean, this is we're talking Calhoun County here. <laughs> I mean, a, you know what? On, Honestly, Calhoun County is a whole other plug-in. You know, yeah. I mean, they don't even make one <laughs> sure, for that. Sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah, right. Right. You know, most people can't understand me anyway, so she's just average, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Ricky, good to hear from you, man. Uh, yeah, so he said for him, uh-huh. him and, I guess there's a limit even to that. <laughs> yeah. right, so, so when we talk about so some of our running buddies, so let's talk about, you know how sometimes you – you win a conference, but you realize the conference is not very strong, or you, you won the league, but you realize the league wasn't really strong, and it's, it's okay. It's, yeah, a, it it's good to have a little pat on the back. But I think we've seen this today, especially if you've flown any time lately. Delta has been ranked the best airline. Well, well, I mean, what else is there other than what? Well, there, well there's only about two or three How, how many now, right? even exist? I mean, when you go to look, you've got, what, United? Are they still around? Uh, you got Pan Am, Am. you yeah, got American, 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 American finished last. There's no Pan Am. Southwest, American finished last. By the way, TWA. So we we they ain't around. I don't know. We so we got Southwest, Delta, American, Spirit, United, Spirit, <laughs> Spirit and Frontier. Let me ask you this: them. Does it bother you when you're about to get on a plane and it looks dirty, like it hadn't been washed? Well, yeah, I want it to look. We sure it does. I want, I, I want it shining like you, new money. You know, I don't know. <laughs> I guess just in deep inside, I feel like if you won't wash your planes, you probably won't change the oil. Look, if you're not gonna, you know? unless you go fly yeah. with the Emirates or something like that. They're the only ones who care anymore about about <laughs> yeah. luxury. Flying in America, they don't even remotely try to convince yeah. you there's anything luxurious about it. Yeah. You remember it used to be a big deal to fly. You everybody, oh, man, yeah. man, don't have great service. Luxury. Flying now, there's there's not much difference in flying as a human or flying as an animal. 
There's there's just not that much difference. I mean, it's it's a uh, you get hurt. It's it's awful. And so really, what we Delta's line today should be Delta. We're the least crappy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, because they're all pretty bad. We're yeah. bad, but not as bad as everybody. <laughs> We're right. bad, but not as bad as American. And American's bad. Is JetBlue mm-hmm. still around? Uh, I think. Mm-hmm. Is that the one with the cartoon on it? Uh, American is the worst, and I knew based on this, I knew it, based on delays, cancellations, and mishandled baggage. American should just, <laughs> they should they should come back and say, look, we're American. Uh, we got no idea. We're going to get, it should be American. We get you there eventually. Yeah. At some point. <laughs> uh, American, whatever your ticket says, we won't leave then. Uh, yes. you, whatever you American, it beats driving. Yeah, barely. Uh, American, barely. Mm-hmm. hey, American, we help you find a hotel when you're stranded. <laughs> uh, it, I'm still, I'm a, still saying, I wish you had the time to start it. You would have been number one with Straight Up Airlines. Straight Up Airlines, that would have worked. Look, let me tell you, Straight Up Airlines, I'd get you, I get you a, a, an affordable ticket, but I would give you a no. There would be zero expectations. It's Straight Up Airlines. We're hey. I know we just told y'all that there's something mechanically wrong with the plane to scare the crap out of you. Bottom line is one of our pilots are drunk. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And, yeah. and and we and we've had we to gotta re- let him sober we, up. We've had to replace him and the other one hadn't got here yet. That's yeah. why you're waiting. I'm sorry. <laughs> you don't want to be drunk. here in about we're gonna tell you thirty minutes, probably hour and a half. <laughs> Hello, right. hey, straight up airlines gonna save you a little trouble here. Our our um, our competition is gonna come on every thirty minutes and continue to move back the time. I'm gonna tell you straight up, I got no idea when we're leaving. <laughs> I see. Yeah, I, we I may no, be off. It may be somebody else talking to you by the time. Because <laughs> right, right, right. at three, I'm out of here. Right. No, we, got, we got no idea. I'm home. When I'll be ladies. down in the bar tearing one up. <laughs> right. Right. Straight up airlines. Remember, like we tell you, at straight up airlines. Don't check any baggage that you need. <laughs> if it's really important to you, carry it on. Good luck. Hey, we might get it to you. Might not. That's on you for putting anything in there that you just had to have. <laughs> I mean, and thank yeah. you for flying with straight up. Thank airlines. you for flying with straight up airlines. <laughs> Sit down, be uncomfortable, and let's roll. <laughs> See, that's awesome. <laughs> right. Anybody in here want a small paper paper cup, a plastic cup, real small? How many people would like to have two two cubes of ice <laughs> and some bizarre fruit drink? <laughs> yeah. Sit down, be quiet, and eat a stale pack of crackers. Did they I mean, say exactly how they rated these airlines? Yeah, it's based on on time arrivals, cancellations, extreme delays. Mishandled baggage, uh, and it said more, which I don't know what else they looked at, and they tallied all that up, and Delta was ranked least crappy. Mm. Yeah. And Amer- American was ranked most crappy. Mm. And Look, we've been Ameri- told American, you honestly went American because you got a deal or somebody gave you a ticket, and you just don't care when you arrive, wherever <laughs> you're going. You have you don't care. Yeah. So when would you like to be there? Within 72 hours. Oh, well, American's a good choice. <laughs> you, you don't want to be there today. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah. Okay, well, then going on. You're fine. You're good then. At three, two, ladies and gentlemen, American flight 1114, uh, please report to the desk. You know, that's the one I got stuck in Texas. I remember because I didn't, I didn't do the travel stuff. I got there. So who are we flying with American? I said, well, we're not getting on. Oh, no, we'll be fine. And then somebody nope. did the terrible mojo, can't have nothing. Hey, you know, you gave me a hard time about American, but so far this is running pretty smooth. And guess what happened? Mm-hmm. We didn't shut get, down. We got shut down. Had to find another way home. <laughs> yeah, just because we got here doesn't mean it's over. We got to get home. 
last flight I was on, I know this will surprise you, it was on American. I, <laughs> it was a cheaper flight, um, but it was to Miami, mm-hmm. and they were the only one with a, a direct a direct flight. Now, I'll take direct flight with an airline if uh, rather than stopping. Always. You? Always. <laughs> well, okay. every stop is just a delay. Yeah, but it, let's say it's American nonstop, but Delta, you're stopping. Now, well, the only problem is you're never leaving on American. You never okay. get started. All right. That, that's that's the problem. But that, what I don't understand, or, we've been, or you can't get home. We've been told this whole deal of hey, people sitting on the taxi for what? With uh, taxiing off for like hours? Mm-hmm. Like, hey, they sat out there for eight hours. What's the rule? Why can't they just go back and let everybody off uh, and I say hey, y'all hang out in here? Uh, it's not Is there, trapped on the plane may be the worst. What well, would you say on the, straight up airlines? I would say a lot of the terminals probably have other planes coming in. Mm-hmm. You know, but my God, hey, straight up airlines. Sorry uh, about this. We're stopped. Gosh, who knows? Who knows how long we're going to be there? Tell you what you're going to be. Stuffy, our AC and heating is going to be a bizarre combination. Uh, you're going to sweat one minute, freeze the other as we're trying to figure out how to make this thing work. In a minute, our flight attendants will uncomfortably walk by trying to act like they don't see you. Uh, so just kind of hang in here. We're going to be stuck here a while. And um, all right, uh, welcome to our international flight. Welcome to what we call you paying for a duration contest. Uh, this is like being on Survivor, except we're not paying you. You paid us. Uh, we'll see how many of you can survive this. This is going to be a party. Sweetie, I'm like you. If I'm stuck on the runway that long, just throw a throw a rope right. down, and I'll, I'll give my chances get out of there. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 35 minutes now past the hour, Rick and Bubba, from the broadcast plaza. And Teleport coming up today. We'll tape the next edition of Rick and Bubba University. The podcast, are you familiar with that? It's a unique podcast we do every week, uh, most every week if we're here. Uh, and a, a brand new edition uh, will be released when you wake up on Saturday. Today, uh, we interview another Rick and Bubba show wife, Sherry Burgess. My bride will be our guest today. We'll take that, and then you'll be able to watch it and listen to it uh, this weekend as it will be posted, as are all the Rick and Bubba University podcast when they first come out. They usually happen over the weekend after we've recorded them. All right, Casper, let's look at Casper here. Are you sleeping well? Casper.com. Uh, look, we, we like the cooler times of year. I do for sleeping because we all sleep better in a cooler environment. But, of course, sometimes somebody cranks up the heat too much, and now you're in there, and that messes it up. And then, the, of course, the warmer times of year is tougher too. But with a Casper, Casper is designed to keep us with a perfect temperature uh, of sleep, no matter what season it is, no matter what's going on in the house, uh, it has award-winning balance and comfort and support. Four layers of premium foam designed to provide pressure relief for all-night comfort. The zone support keeps your back aligned and cradles you with extra support. And as always, you get free shipping and free returns, and every Casper mattress comes with a 100-night risk-free trial. You try it for up to 100 nights before you decide to keep it or not. So here's how you can get 10% off any purchase of a mattress today. You go to Casper.com. Maybe it's time for you to do this. They ship it to your door. Casper.com. Use the special promo code COZY, C-O-Z-Y. Make a note of that. The promo code for this Casper promotion is COZY. Uh, get 10% off, or you can find the link at rickandbubba.com under the Sponsors button. All right, so a couple of other things to, to cover did you see, you know, the church in China, a couple of China stories today. In China, you know, Christianity, uh, at times, it'll be listed as the fastest growing church in the world and at times the largest church in the world because of the population in yeah, China. Just the numbers. And, and the size of it, even though it may be a small percentage, the numbers are, are big. Well, what they do in China is the church kind of kicks around a little while and, 
And then before you know it, it if it starts rising up, getting a little popularity, starting to get some big numbers, uh, of course, the tyrannical government comes in, knocks down the church, knocks down the crosses, arrests a few people, scares everybody, tears up a few bobbles, and then they try to beat it back down. Well, now uh, President Trump is, is signing phase one of the historic trade deal with China. A Chinese pastor uh, described the, the fear and intimidation uh, believers are enduring under this communist government, which is usually the case, which is why you don't need to hope for communism especially if you're a person of faith, it says the Chinese government has now placed severe restrictions and policies on the house churches, asking neighbors to spy on one another, pressuring school teachers and college professors to betray and sign a, and sign a statement to denounce their own faith as well as doing the same to the students. So it sounds a lot like an American college now. Uh, you, <laughs> really go, you go to an American college or in China. Let's see if this sounds familiar. In China, they're saying what they want is when you go to one of their colleges that you have an agnostic atheist professor who, in order to be a professor, must denounce any faith in Christianity. And then they want you, once you sign that statement of no faith, they want you then make the students in your class do the same thing. Hmm. Well, that sounds that sounds kind of, you know, what do we always say about not every college, but most colleges, remember, if you're a person of faith, you, we send our kids, we pay huge money, sometimes going huge debt, to send them to a place that will try to do everything to turn them away yeah. from the faith that we've raised them in. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so they're saying that, uh, that this is China, and people will just be aghast, but I have to say, uh, and this is what the story is kind of suggesting, should, should people of faith in America watch these kind of things and say, hey, th- really, we're seeing the blueprint of what happens if you let any tyrannical, godless government take over, right? Yeah. And uh, so uh, it, it says there's 260 million Christians uh, that have been living in areas of high persecution. Uh, that's one in eight believers worldwide, an increase of 10% compared to last year, according to the group Open Doors USA that tries to keep some idea uh, when you when, on the persecuted churches how they're doing. Uh, but they say, as, as we see so many times, uh, the more the church is persecuted— the stronger it becomes, which is why the Western church has so little impact uh, at times. Uh, but anyway, all right, so other things to look at. So we told you that we are signing a, a trade agreement with China. We have phase one of that uh, going, uh, supposed to. Well, it was already signed so, yesterday. Signed yeah. yesterday. So we'll see how that works out. Also, uh, in, in our business, I Heart Radio uh, laying off dozens of popular hosts. Did you see this? Yeah. We've yeah. got some I Heart stations, certainly, that we're on, and and anytime you see something like this, you're like, hey, wait, wait just a minute. Uh, but it looks like that, that they have, um, they've had some layoffs uh, all according to where you are and what you're doing. And it says it doesn't seem um, to be have anything to do with popularity. Uh, it's mainly looks like if you're making, you know, if you're making too much money or they need to trim some money, they're just getting rid of it. Yeah, well, I think yeah. reorganizing is, you know, part that's, of that's part, part of it, especially when you're a large company, you're always shuffling the deck a little bit. Uh, so, uh, did you see this Texas school district? How would you feel if you're out there? Of course, now we had this happen in, in the city where we live one time. Uh, of course it wasn't an email scam when the school board of one of our biggest school systems just, uh, they lost, uh, millions of dollars. Yeah. Uh, no one knows where it went. Do we ever find out where it went? Uh, what happened? I, or? I don't, I don't know that we ever got it back. I'll put it that way. Did anybody ever go to jail? 
I think uh, they threatened somebody. Didn't they I... take some names off buildings or yeah, something, something like that? Something. Uh, but this one is an email scam. It says cyber criminals have scammed a Texas school district. Are you ready for this number? Out of $2.3 million hey. using uh, phony email. The Manor Independent School District lost uh, the hefty sum as a result of phishing email scams. But how do you lose that much money just because somebody sent you an email? Uh, undoubtedly, they, they bought into thinking, uh, I'm, I'm trying to look. They uh, wasn't investing in some prince that needed to get out of uh, well, some I wonder country about that. somewhere, did they? And <laughs> I'll tell you one thing. I, I must just be important because I, I get emails from a lot of people who just are going to give me just so much money if I just help them through a little bond. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I get those. Yeah, they can get that $10 million released year in the money. They're yeah. looking for people that are trying to, that could help them. Now, we know what phishing email means. They usually try to get a victim to click on a malicious link in order to execute the attack. So maybe all they had to do was to get them to click on it, and then they started siphoning money maybe out of the account. Night. Right? Yeah. That's what it looks like. Yeah. Mm. So, boy, I tell you, it's just a – can't have nothing. Yeah, you can't even have a school district. No. I mean, hmm? <laughs> I mean, somebody thought they could have something. Did you see where that they were doing? You know, we've been talking about Jeopardy because of the grace of all time. Mm-hmm. That uh, a new episode of Jeopardy has the contestants, and one of the things involved a question where you saw a picture of Adam Schiff, and none of them knew who he was. Yeah, the the it's question or the category was members of Congress, and uh, none of the contestants, neither three of them, could identify Adam Schiff. You talking about pencil neck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Would they have accepted pencil neck as a correct Ooh, answer? Ooh, that would have been good. Can I tell you this? Who though? is pencil neck for mm-hmm. 1000 But I want you to think about it. Are you a little bit jealous that these people are actually living in our country with no idea who Adam Schiff is? Mm. I mean, couldn't that be kind of a, a pleasant place to be? Yeah. I started to say, I kind of yeah. wish I didn't know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I agree, Bo. Bubba, <laughs> the dreaded midlife crisis may come about because it coincides with, coincides with life's peak time for misery. Have you seen this, stu- uh-huh. this study today? It says most people reach their peak of misery at 47. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and it, it says um, – I got five years. Dartmouth College <laughs> professor and former Bank of England policymaker – uh, David Blanchflower, who led the study, I don't know why we need to know that, but he did. Yeah, good luck with reading this one. Uh, he said that he examined trends in 132 countries to compare the relationship between well-being and age. And now, Bubba, you hit on something, which I agree with. We were talking, Bubba and I were talking about this off the air. And they're saying it appears the way life goes that your your misery is tied to the pressure yep. of trying to figure out, hey, man, what, what am I going to do for a living? I've got small children. Maybe I just got married. Maybe I'm trying to be married. And you're just not real sure of yourself very much at all. And that all that uncertainty and pressure and misery peaks at 47. But the good news is, which I, I'm certainly – That curve goes back I'm up. certainly enjoying now at 55, you, you start kind of yeah. – Hey, the worst of it's over. Yeah. yeah. You, you know it what is. I think it is? Because the curve, you know, it, it, it varies if you look at it. There, there's some high points early on, I think, when you're trying to find a job, get established, mm-hmm. you know, get mm-hmm. married, start a family. It kind of levels off a little bit, and then it peaks back up for men, especially at that age. And I think a lot of that has to do when they kind of see in their life there's things they're not going to be able to do anymore. They're not going to – they Make come it, to grips with yeah, it. They're not going to be in the NBA. Yeah. You know, you're, I'm not going to do this. I'm never going to have a yacht. I'm yeah. not going to go walk on the moon. And it kind of it kind of bothers them. I think with women, if you dig into the story here, in their late 30s is where they peak out. 
And I think that's when they realize I'm probably not going to have any more kids, and this is probably the life I'm in. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think when you take things off the table, because yep. when you're young, everything's in play. Yeah. And, but, and you're worried about retirement for the men. You start thinking, hey, that's, you know, just around the corner. But I think a little bit further down the line, you take those things off the table, you come to grip with it, you get yep. happy again. Yeah. Yeah. Let's face it, you're not as terrified about death anymore because what the heck you got to lose now? Yeah. 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 Some people are looking forward to the break. <laughs> Your phone calls are next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It's nine minutes now to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866-WE-BE-BIGS. Our number, phone troll music, there's room for you. Come on in. Lines are available. We'd love to chat with you. A long distance, directly assistance, every coat two on two. But first, but first golden ticket seats. If you're dialing now, you will get in, and we'll start rolling through them. Carla Jennin is here. There's Carla, front row. Steve and Frank Hartzog are here. Uh, Wendy Passmore. Uh, Ashley Waters. Colby Waters. Penny Philly. And Blaze Adams. Uh, happy birthday to Penny Philly, and happy birthday to Carla Jenner. They have birthdays here with us today, and we, we wish them many more. If you'd like to be with us, you can join us by going to contact at rickandbubba.com. Ticket Biscuit to uh, get you a ticket. They're free, but they do need to be reserved. Everybody gets a Rick and Bubba double CD today, and they get a card that's good for a pound of Buzz Box coffee. All right, so uh, to the phones we go. If you want to try to get in, I think we covered all the high points today. We'll start with Chris and Coleman trolling, trolling, trolling. Get them phones are trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone, phone troll. troll. Chris, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Hey, go right ahead. Hey, guys. Hey, I don't know how true this is, but after the LSU game, uh, Danny Sheraton said he now knows who the bag man is. <laughs> <laughs> we were, we I were, can't get enough of Danny Sheraton bag man. Uh, that is so funny. We were doing. We were just talking in, in the break that uh, Gary Danielson has said that uh, Joe Burrow goes onto the list of the top three most dominant quarterbacks that he has ever covered, and the other two wow. were Cam Newton's senior year and Vince Young's senior year, right? Yep. Uh, and I would, I would agree. I'd for, I didn't know he was even doing football when Vince played, but I didn't know he was covering him. You're right. I, I thought he was doing football. Well, he may, he, was... he may not have covered him per se, but just saw him play and you yeah. know, said that, that so, guy's. And he was. He's very dominant. Yeah. We continue. Uh, Chad I sixty five. Chad, go ahead. Yeah, Chad. Yeah, Chad. <laughs> hey guys. Good morning, Green Acres. Thanks hey. for the call. <laughs> What's on your mind? I just wanted to be able to see if Greg had Patty Melt Peggy and Big Bacon Becca recorded with the Two Ton <laughs> Sisters on his DVR. <laughs> Thank you, man. Oh, that's good. Uh, John Pisgah, Alabama. John, welcome to Rick good and Bubba. Good morning, guys. Hey, buddy. Good morning. How are you guys? We're Getting great. after it. Just going nuts. <laughs> going nuts. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Hey, I just wanted to say I'm a 22-year Navy veteran, and I just wanted to, to thank uh, – Donald Trump for approving my VA benefits. I've been fighting that since 2008. Uh, he got an office, and I reapplied, and sure enough, I got my VA disability benefits approved, and I'm uh, able to enroll in college now and work part-time while I'm going to school. But prior to that, they wouldn't come off with one penny. Well, that's probably you're probably excited about seeing me uh, seeing him removed from office. Yeah, yeah. yeah for real. Look, he's been good to the veterans, and there, yeah. there's another example. And the economy. Chris, let's get him out of there. 
Pensacola. <laughs> enough be, of this. Enough of this. We got to have carbon neutral it. houses. He told us we'd be sick of winning. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Chris, how's everything in Pensacola? I'm coming there this weekend. Looking forward to it. Ooh, Pensacola. Morning, Biggin. Hey, buddy. Hey, I was just so. I know you guys are talking about LSU, the national championship, and all that stuff. But I was doing some thinking. They were talking about this LSU team could probably go down as the best ever. Why don't we put the LSU team, this year's team, against those Miami Hurricanes of the 2000s? Let's see. Well, now, if you want to talk the, maybe oh, the best goodness. LSU team yeah, that we've ever seen, yeah. but, but best I think college fair. team when of you all go time? different eras. I don't know. Billy Cannon. You can't do it. That's right. The famous Billy Cannon. Can't, this team would run Billy Cannon's team out of the stadium. <laughs> like, like our dad used to say, we were tougher than these players, but we couldn't run with them. Yeah. <laughs> Well, if you could not, go not, by the rules that athletic. Billy Cannon was going, no, then was you got a different ball game. Well, no, that's true. Yeah, that's true. So you got to think about all that, Rick. <laughs> all that's in that's play. Why, that's why you can't compare. That's exactly why you can't. Compare. Compare. Yeah, that's why that was a ridiculous when rule, call. When rules change, yeah. when you took the head slap out, it was a different game, right? Mm-hmm. And, right. Uh, if rules cannot remain the same through every era, then you can't compare. Errors. Absolutely. Because if rules change, it changes the game. Yep. And I will tell you this: I've really been thinking about this targeting thing, especially like the kid from Clemson. I, I, I'm fine with it being a penalty. I think we got to stop the ejections. Yeah, yeah that's that's the ejections. That that's it, 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 it affects on one like that. It affects the game too. Take much. them take them out of the game for a series or two series, whatever. Now the NFL they don't eject, do they? No, no they just find that pocketbook. Not. Yeah. It can, but, be, it can be a penalty. Well, they can do to that to LSU players now because they got money. Well, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> Especially when you say on this guy, look, by the way, the rule's written. As if they're the first person to say I that. How they uh, do it? He's got the crown and the helmet. <laughs> we, we got all that. but it, <laughs> That's targeting. But it was not a malicious, <laughs> I'm trying to hurt somebody right. deal. He could have hurt himself because he yeah. didn't get his head up. Yeah. But 15-yard penalty, that still changes the game. Automatic first down, personal foul. But we're not we're not ejecting people from yeah, the game. So you're saying bring in common sense to that and te- and like look at them each on their own. So like a uh, yes targeting, but not worth the injection. Uh, so, so the, the injection. injection. <laughs> he may need an injection <laughs> just like, after the target. Are we putting them asleep now? <laughs> really? I'm sorry, my bad. But but then you might have somebody else where it's obvious and it was just blatant and they are ejected. Well, you remember we used to have the flagrant face mask versus the non flagrant. And then yeah, we I'm got, glad they did away with that and said they're all flagrant. They're all flagrant now. What, what about but, this? Yeah. Set them out of series. I love that, Bubba. And if it happens a second time, you're gone. Well, yeah. That's what I was going to say. I wouldn't eject anybody on first offense. Yeah. But you'd have to do it more than once. Because you get, what, two it. unsportsmanlike conducts. You you're out. Correct. Why not do it like that? Yeah. Yeah. Or tie like, them up to the goalpost and let the opposing quarterback <laughs> throw footballs at them. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. But what happened with Clemson? <laughs> where, that's the way the rules written, Rick. I got it. I don't like the way it's written. Yeah, Rick, Rick, it's just paper. Erase it. But we don't, write it. But don't we y'all don't think need to eject people from a championship? I but mean. don't you think there's a difference between I've got somebody held up? Mm, and I don't you come get it all full that. speed. Human and, beings and, can't handle that. And, and what? Human beings can't. Well, I'm just saying, but there's a difference. I think than what is. Do you really think that was flavor? I mean, I mean, I don't know about that. Just make it simple. Like yeah. two, of them, two of them, yeah. yeah I don't want referees trying to figure out what was going on in the mind of a human being on a field. Well, it's obvious. So common sense comes into play what I'll happened with Clemson, and I'm just a Mike linebacker yeah, making a tackle. But, but, but you're saying common sense. Well, yeah, else. Yeah, not a whole yeah, lot of yeah. that goes I'd, love, difference. I'd difference. love to live in your utopia, yeah. but that ain't, that ain't yeah. what's going to happen. No. But, but what, but <laughs> what <laughs> happens, guys, the same guy who lowered his head and made this hit and is mad he's been thrown out of the game, down the road will hire a lawyer to sue the teams and everybody involved because he's got he's crazy in the head now. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> so I mean, you know, yeah. you know how this. Well, goes. that's happening anyway, uh, and that's going to happen. No matter that happens in legal play. 
Uh, so, so let's go back to this. I also think that, like the block that happened on the Clemson run, yeah. that guy, that guy saw he that guy yeah, was I coming. I didn't say as a blindside. Yeah. That, that was just he, a great. He lit him up, but he yeah. was looking. That at was it, a great right. block. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't blindside. blindside it wasn't defenseless. They, they yeah. can't, can't do it. Hey, coming. and here's the other thing: that guy was going to make the tackle. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Possibly, we'll, yeah. See, you see how we get. If you've seen them now, they'll run uh, out in front of them and just stop. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. just kind of get in the way oh, yeah. and not, mm-hmm. not deplete them like they used to do <laughs> with their head in front of now, them. Now, by the yeah. way, the rules are written. I, I know. I got that. I want to change the way it's written. <laughs> I, now, I love when somebody does it with the tone like they the only first person sure. ever say it. <laughs> Hey, man, according to the way the rule's written, it is. But I know that. Yep. Got it. You're about number 12 that said that. You know why? Because it's well known. Crown of the helmet. So, he cannot do the crown of the helmet, Rick. I got it. I don't want him thrown out of the game. How about when you've been waiting for that moment and you're finally there and all of a sudden you're walking in the locker room, it's over. And the ref gives you this. Yeah. yeah. And then, as a, then as a fan, you're now watching a game with the best players on defense. Ain't in there. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's just frustrating. Hey, man, by the rules of the game. Has they ever thrown out an offensive guy for lowering his helmet? Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.